All right, welcome back to another episode of Faction Motorsports After Hours Podcast. On today's episode, we have Reese Marin of Drift School Evergreen. I've known Reese for about 10 years now. Uh, he's a Club Loose dude, so he was, I think he was, he was there when I started. So I've known him my entire drifting career. Um, he's an awesome guy. He always, he would always give us pointers and stuff like that. He's, he's spotted for a couple FD teams. Um, he definitely knows, he knows what's up when it comes to drifting. So we decided, I mean, he should, he should definitely have his own episode. So we brought him in and, uh, it was awesome. I had a really good time on this one. I think everyone else did as well. Uh, thank you to Reese for driving all the way over here. He lives in Philly, but his girlfriend lives in New Hampshire. So he made, you know, he made it work in between coming back from there. So really appreciate it. If you guys want to check him out, make sure you check out, uh, at Reese Marin on Instagram or you can check out his Drift School, which is just Drift School Evergreen. Enjoy the episode. This podcast is sponsored by East Coast Drift School. East Coast Drift School, which is located in Englishtown, New Jersey, is a driving school that offers a more private and intimate environment for learning how to drift. Whether you're someone who has countless drift events under your belt or someone who has yet to kick a clutch, East Coast Drift School is a great place to pick up some seat time and improve your drifting abilities. Be sure to follow East Coast Drift School on Instagram and look out for the schedule, which is released on the 16th of every month. Also, feel free to message them directly for pricing and availability. You can find them on Instagram at East Coast Drift School. This podcast is also sponsored by Automotive Specialty Wraps. Automotive Specialty Wraps is a company specializing in paint protection film, vehicle wraps, ceramic coatings, and window tinting located in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Owned and operated by car enthusiasts and drifters, their technicians have over 10 years of experience in the industry. The ceramic coating is what really caught my attention when they reached out to us. This coating basically gives your car's paint extra UV protection while also making it shine. Wax only lasts for a couple weeks at most, but ceramic coating lasts for a year or longer. They perform a full two-stage polish to the car beforehand to make sure the vehicle is in perfect condition before applying the coating. As mentioned, they also offer window tinting and paint protection film installations. Now everyone knows what window tinting is, but these guys offer carbon or ceramic tinting depending on your goals with the vehicle. Paint protection film or PPF is a great idea for those new vehicle owners that don't want to get stuck behind an 18 wheeler on the way home one night and then get out and realize your front end is littered with rock chips. I'm looking at you Subaru owners. Your paint sucks, so make sure you protect it fast before you regret it and need a new paint job. Also keep in mind they are capable of getting liveries designed and installed as well as full vehicle wraps. From protecting your tow rig's exterior to full livery installations on your drift car, they have you covered. You can contact them at AutomotiveSpecialtyWraps.com and make sure to give them a follow on Instagram at AutomotiveSpecialtyWraps. Yeah, we have to do the intro every time. Yeah, it's like ritual, I feel like. That that lets me know we're going. So, welcome everybody to the Faction After Hours podcast. This one is actually pre-recorded. We yeah, have a so guest don't, today. Don't say a, a number because it might not be that number. Like yeah. I just said it's pre-recorded. I wasn't even thinking about numbers. But usually you're always like, number 45, you know. So. That's because it's kind of impressive. <laughs> we have a guest today. What are you guys up to right now? I have 40, no fucking idea. 46. 46. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Wow. So um, we have we have Reese Marin here. We have oh, Reese Marin in the building. What's up? How you doing? I know you as an instructor at. Well, at first I met you at Club Loose. 
And then I find out that you're also an instructor at Evergreen. Yeah. Uh, which are which is which are both establishments that I love. Um, so yeah, it's nice I, to have you on here. I thought thanks. it was thanks. I appreciate it. I thought it was pretty funny because I was like, I just brought Reese on because I mean we've known each other for like literally ten years now, probably. Yeah. Like, so which is kind of crazy. You've probably seen Frankie grow. That's kind of wild. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've seen short, them, like, like hair wise. Everybody like looked young. <laughs> I remember uh, Faction and Front Street. They were all like really young nerds. Yeah. And, and now speak? look at them. Now yeah, they're, now they're, they're they won. Up. They won so. at final bout this past weekend. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Front weekend, Street. Absolutely. Yeah, Front Street. Good job. You guys. Good job, guys. I got to watch that. I had the pleasure of watching that. I was grilling burgers at the last turn. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. That was pretty cool, dude. We were there chilling. Beers out. Burgers are on the grill. Bacon's on there. Everyone is watching final bout, and we're like just a little more elevated than them. Uh-huh. And we're just fucking having a great time. Fucking. Just literally just watching Final Bout. It was just a fun-ass day, and the weather was it, beautiful. It's definitely a different vibe, for sure. I definitely, like, there was a good energy in there. Yeah. It's cool. It's That's really cool. nice that there's, a, that, that there's like that genre of drifting definitely exists. It's, it's really needed, yeah. especially in American drifting. Have you made it to a Final Bout yet? Because I know you've always been trying to go. Uh, I think I... No. No, never right. gone to an actual Final Bout. I feel bout. like every time we talk before a Final Bout event or something, you're like, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go, and then it yeah, ne- yeah. never lines up. It never lines up, and it's just... I guess being in it in in a different aspect and a different genre of drifting, yeah. Because there are so many. Like, I think that's what's so great about America. There's like so many subcultures of drifting that exist. Yeah, that's the co- definitely the subculture that I like the most. Like, that's there the wasn't a stylish. car there where I wasn't like, ugh, like that looks kind of weird. Like, I ha- I had experienced a lot of firsts at this final bout. <clears throat> I met this guy Juan. Uh, I think his name on Instagram is Relax Amigo. He's oh, yeah, the yeah. one driver on really low on, dude. Low is a fucking understatement. This guy has to fucking undo the coilover. Sh- what up, Juan? Uh, he's a pod listener. He actually was like one. Of the- there was a few people that said hi to me, and he was he was one of them. And I, I uh, gotta find him on Instagram. That shit is like notched trans tunnel, and yeah, and the yeah. the diff is like raised. I was like, he has like it, a whole uh, like a Tumblr type of vlog thing or video explaining how he does it all. It's like. Shit was crazy, but it's super cool, dude. I rode in his car. What's his name on Instagram? Relax Relax Amigo. Amigo. Um, I rode in his car and shit, and we're going down the straightaway or whatever where you enter, and I was like, this doesn't sound like an SR. What what is I was just assuming it was an SR. Bro, N-A-K-A. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They they placed. I was like, yo, that's sick. Yeah. That dude's like Lola. Ripping. Yeah, Um, right now. And then I rode in a Miata. That felt unsafe. What up, Fischetti? Um, that felt really unsafe. I was like, where's the rest of the car? I said it like seven times. I was like, dude, this, different. I'm just waving my hands in the air. It just felt so crazy. And yeah, was, yeah, they're super nimble. Fun yeah. as hell. Yeah, it's I, I feel like experience. I would enjoy driving one of those. Um, but yeah, shout out Roadstar. They had, they, we, I had a good time with them. All, everything that I see from there is good. It's, you know, and definitely a... A big shout out to just how much better the driving has gotten. Like, yeah, because in the beginning when I first saw Fine About, like I thought it was trash. I was like, this this driving is horrible. Yeah, you know? that's what like, a lot of people from the East Coast were yeah. thinking. I was like, what is this? Yeah, you know? but I was like, all right, they can't be trash forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then over the years, it got better and better, and now it's like, damn, this is sick. I wonder Dude, if that has something was... to do with uh, having people from around the country coming to that one track, U.S. Air, and like driving on it. It probably forced all the people around there to be like, okay, we got to, like, step some shit up. Yeah, I mean, I think I think just over time, people are just going to naturally want to get better. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's something, a, a good example of that was Final Bout. Like I said, the first one, I was just like, it looks really cool. I remember I saw the video and the intro was like sick. And then when you actually got to see like the driving, I, was, I really wasn't like, but I was like, all right, this has to, this is like the first or second one. Yeah. I'm like, we can't judge these people off of that, even though we totally did at the moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the East Coast thing to do. Yeah. So, but it was nothing below, you know what I mean? But then over the years, it got better and better and better. And now you, you watch all the driving, you're like, this is what's up. This is. Shit looks crazy. Know. I was like, God damn, like this is really happening. Like I'm four hours from home. It wasn't crazy far. Yeah. You uh, probably from, thought you were in a different country. Dude. <laughs> Definitely thought I was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but have you driven that track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did? Okay. Uh, Fun track. For Drift Week and different variations of it over the years. Um, Because before instructing, like, I drove a a ton. I I was going to ask you about that, kind of, like, where you... Because you're mentioning... When you're talking about Final Bout, you were talking a lot about the very first one. Yeah. I didn't even know about drifting back then. I feel like... uh, No, I definitely did not. When did you start? 2016-ish? 2005. 2015, 2016... 2005 is yeah. when you started drifting? I started, that- and then Club Loose plucked me off the streets, like, in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier Hop found you. Or you guys... Uh, you guys I ran, ran into Hop and, and, and Stoneback in South Philly uh, street drifting. Pff, I don't know how many years. It was a long... We were very young. That sounds sick. Yeah. <laughs> but you could tell they weren't from the city. You were like, all right, these dudes aren't from around here. They just went there to drift? <laughs> yeah, the there fuck? were just some suburban kids that showed up, you know what I mean? But then... in now it's like you look back and it's like these are people that I ended up like uh, having friendships with for so many so many years. That's competing against wild. And stuff like that and hanging out with Brian. Yeah, so watching you, him turn into a great driver now. So you awesome. that was also early on in your drifting career. Yeah, or? that was like two thousand. Has to be like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool bothering me. We have the AC on today, but I'm realizing that it's not really working out with the audio. So. It's cooler in here. Everybody, come I complained back. earlier. Yeah, everybody, come back. I mean, <laughs> once they all left, once uh, once it warms up a little, I'll turn it back on. But yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out. You'll use your ambient. We'll just take built breaks. in ambient temperature. We'll like, let it chill and then we'll yeah, start because again. D- dude, I feel like we Malcolm didn't we run this shit like last summer? Or wait, yeah, because we started in July. Yeah, July, right? June. So it must have been hot as fuck. Yeah, so there must be a way to do it. I don't know what, what's going on today, but. I'm all right with the temperature. It could be yeah, worse. I'm right could yeah, be worse. I'm just I'm trying to fucking figure this out for the future. I'm like, how the fuck are we gonna do this? But what was your first car, Reese? Drift car? Yeah. Oh, my first car. Nobody will ever guess my first car. My first car was given to me for free from a good friend of my from a friend of a friend. It, your it drift was, car or your car? No, first car. First car. Car. Okay. okay. But it's cool because it was a stick shift. It was a uh, okay. The manual. Yeah. Okay. It was a Ford Escort GT. What, so, the, the hatch-looking thing? Or yeah, was it like yeah, a... It had like an OEM sick. body kit on it from... Four, I didn't know shit about cars back then. I was just like... Oh, this I don't shit. know anything about Escorts, yeah, but to I, be honest. I, I didn't know. I looked into it. It was like a Mazda engine. Or, I don't know. Some crazy shit. It was like... But it was sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I learned how to drive stick shift in it. And like... It was awesome. I had no idea what it was. I wish I would have kept it now yeah. that I know that it was just... What, what was wrong with it was just like an axle I could have fixed. But I didn't know shit back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I got into... I heard about drifting... How'd you hear about it? Initial day. Mm. Yeah. Damn, that shit must have just came out. Uh, no, they came out no, in the 90s. Were, yeah, and it was, yeah, it was, I think there were a couple seasons already, and a couple stages in already. Okay. And my friend was inviting me over to watch uh, some sort of boxing anime, but but when I walked in, he had drifting one, and that was it. 
Yeah. You're like, whoa, what's <laughs> it's this? It's so cliche. It's Damn. So, yeah. I like that you're able to pinpoint that situation, that, that moment, though. Yo, because, like, when I first got into drifting, I was, f- I was fucking broke, bro. Damn. Like, there was, like, I, I never got into cars because, like, not that we were broke. It's just, I don't know. It's like being from the city, it's, you were just kind of like Philadelphia, not New York. <laughs> being, you know, some people are like, really? Good clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, being from Philadelphia, I was just into playing basketball. I was into doing all that. You, you didn't even think about having a car. Nobody had cars in high school. Yeah. Like, my whole upbringing was very, very different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't even think about it. I thought, all I thought about was, like, dr- jumping on the buses or taking the train anywhere I needed to go to mm-hmm. to go play basketball. Basketball don't cost that much money, so. No, it did not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless but you then, roll an ankle, which is yeah. what happens to well, me every time. Which I did plenty. Uh, yeah. Which is the reason I stopped. And the fact that I realized I was going to grow any taller than 5'8". <laughs> so I was, like, the same. I realized that early on. I didn't make it on my high school basketball team, and I was like, that's yeah. it. That was it. But it was it's cool. cool. I had a nice little thing. I, I played with a bunch of the N one guys for a little bit. Oh, they, wow. uh, but you're doing a down. lot of <laughs> yeah. I was doing all that. I was cross, doing, yeah. cross stuff. I was I was going into like uh, uh, West Philly for a while. My buddy was the one who would take me. He Damn, you honestly, go, you you probably hoop hooped. What yeah, the no, fuck? I 100. percent That's was about, dope. Yeah, I went into West Philly. Went to this place called the Pit. It was very scary. I was very young, but I could play. And they didn't look at me like I was white. They looked at me like I was Latino. So at the time in of the era in the, in, in that time frame. It worked out, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, twenty uh, second in Su- Somerset. That's like uh, that's Connie Mack basketball court. Sixteen in Somerset. These are all like people that know basketball. And they're like, I would go there and try to play at those places. And then I realized like all my friends got way taller than me, jumped higher than me, were blocking my shots. How old like, were you when you were doing this? Uh, hardcore was like thirteen to eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Damn, and you then, played for a couple years. Yeah, I was. I thought I was gonna. This was it. I'm like, oh, I'll go to Temple University or I'll go to like St. Joe's. And I'm, I'm thinking like I'm gonna do this. Oh wow, I never knew that. Yeah, I was really like I didn't give a fuck about cars, like <laughs> not at all. Man. I'm like, whatever, give me whatever. As long as I can go play ball, I was happy. Mm-hmm. As long as I can go to Rucker Park in New York, in Harlem, I was happy. Yeah. But quickly realized that wasn't a thing. <laughs> Drifting happened, and then. Dude, I, all my friends from high school will tell you they never, ever, ever would have thought I'd be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Because they, to them, I'm a different person. They're that's like, kind of, are, that's crazy. I love yeah. hearing that just because you never know who's going to come up and do whatever it is the next thing is. You know? Yeah, yeah. You never fucking know. And it was a struggle. I mean, telling my parents, like, oh, I don't want to do college anymore. I want to do drifting. Like, it was... And so they're immigrants, so they're just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So, so, so you now you fast forward. You went all the way. You mentioned you went all the way to nineteen playing basketball. Mm. So, where was like the crossover where you were like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna drift." Um, I, dude, I don't know. I when I realized that like I got injured I, I messed up my ankle and I really it started really sinking in. like I'm not gonna be able to play basketball like I couldn't physically I just wasn't there mm-hmm. you know what I mean like obviously I look way more fit back then you know what I mean you look but good you look good yeah this looks good, <laughs> I appreciate everybody. it and then like so I just knew that wasn't gonna happen you uh-huh. know what I mean so I'm just like and then really I was just hanging out with my buddies I have I've always had this fascination with anime um, my first anime that I ever watched was like the Ronin Warriors. That's what got me into it. And then Dragon Ball and then the rest is history. Initial D happened. And then, I don't know, I guess like subconsciously I was looking for something else because I realized basketball wasn't going to happen. Okay. And then I kind of just fueled it. And when I got, when I found my buddies, my Cambodian friends, uh, 
that were into it. It just kind of just fueled it more. Tokyo Did they have drifting. cars and shit? They were the yeah. They had like yo back then. They were the first ones that had like the strawberry faces. They had uh, Sylvia's. They had all of that shit back then. So like I got to see that in front of my bake. My my family has a Colombian bakery in North Philly, and That's they it. were around. Is it the still corner. there? Yeah, it's still there. Facts. And they Wait. used to all work around the corner. So I would see these two forties over the time and then i made the connection with initial d i'm like wow that's so crazy like this is a so 80 who would have thought yeah so then i got to live that life when i eventually got a 240 back then they were like 700 bucks were they drifting their cars or they, they were they attempting to this is back when we didn't know anything we thought we needed vlsds when we could have just welded we didn't know we could just weld back then yeah we didn't know any we were so green in the sport and but we got to go midnight and cruise all around South Philly and nobody was into drifting. Everybody thought it was stupid back then. So we got cream of the crop. Nobody thought it was us racing. They would just see a bunch of well, the cops just thought it was a bunch of idiots doing donuts. When we were out, we were trying to learn how to drift yeah. in all these parking lots. That's Philly. fucking kind of how it was for me too. That's yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while we'll get busted. Like, what are you doing? Blah blah blah. Like, what the fuck? But like for the most part, I got to live like that era of just cruising with your buddies three o'clock four o'clock in the morning you're the only people out there the only 240s out there in philadelphia doing that like i know for a fact back then it was me and a select few we were the only ones doing that in philadelphia and for me that was that was sick you know there's like this little section of philadelphia i don't know i went to school in south jersey every mm-hmm. time i went to philadelphia it was to drink right. <laughs> except for like a field trip in the sixth grade but like you didn't drink on that one? Uh no, milk only. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> Just kidding, Carl. But eat a dick, Frank. <laughs> um, but, I don't even drink. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. I mean, um, I I, I kind of don't either. But. I it's honestly it's a rare occasion now. I feel like it, it hurts my body, so I try not to. But if I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. I'm just but a pussy. We went. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a I appreciate that. I drink like one or two, and I become like white girl. Or it's horrible. It's, it's amazing. It's embarrassing. No, no, it's lit because now you don't have to shove so much volume into your body. Right, and you know, same effect. I just don't remember. I'm like, Christ. Yeah, I, I'd rather somebody's dropping age. shit in your drink. No, man, I'm I'm just think. I'm just... I love how I just distract everyone from what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, I just chime in once yes. in a while and just fucking Wait, throw the everything Philadelphia, off. The Philadelphia spot because I remember I was driving there and there was this the most beautiful hairpin. It had a wall, too. Like, it was a walled hairpin. And it was pretty steep. Reese probably knows it. And I was like, hmm. Like, and this is, I told you, I got into drifting around, like, 2016, 15, something like that. Mm. And I looked at that, and I was like, damn, this looks sick. But it's very trafficked. Right. I feel like it wouldn't be doable. And there was a lot of trees around. So I don't know if that's, like, a nature part of Philadelphia. Oh, you're probably talking about Fountain Park. So It it, might have been in a park. Yeah, it's a, I mean, yeah, there's there's places. I'm sure there's been people that have done that. Maybe we have done it. Um, it was a beaut, and there might have been another turn, like right yeah. after it. It's probably about, by Fairmount Park. That's be- yeah. Damn, it's not that's like so- a lot of these places get drifted anymore. No like, way, no sh- no shot. It was a yeah. very trafficked area, and I was like, damn, this. this yeah, no way. Philly's but, a big fucking city, man. Yeah, if you know how to like, at least back then, like we would like hold these huge meets in South Philly between, we call them the Ikea meets. And Why is everything be, always Ikea? Because it's a big parking lot. <laughs> Literally. You know I mean? Yeah, it's always yeah. Ikea. They got good lighting, too, always. That's yeah, so and they, they were next to linens and things in what South Philly. What linen It's like thing? this linens place. So like You get, li- you get linens and things. And yeah. linens and things. And it was, yeah, it was gr- great marketing. 
you would go there and it was this huge lot, but they had like this one run up that would dump out into this lot. So that's where we would initiate from. Oh, and, beautiful. Um, it was sick. It was it was sick to do that. But like we didn't know that's where Club Loose came in. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to mess it up. Because, you know, we're we don't give a damn. We didn't, spending money to go to the track was like, that's unheard of. You know what I mean? And then um, eventually we all converted and actually started going to Club Loose. And then we started really learning how to drift. When did you guys start going to Club Loose? 2007. Okay. I remember they told me, like, come to a clinic. And if you don't learn anything at the clinic, you can go back and do whatever shit you were doing. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, if you so learn. Who was it that, that told you to come? I don't know who told me to come. They were all just giving me that, like, typical Club Loose tough love. Like, you're an idiot. Why are you drifting on the streets? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I totally understand why now in, in, in retrospect. Yeah. Because I remember um, you told me about that story. Yeah. They were like, yeah. They saw me drift. Petty looked at me one time, and he was like, get out of your car. He sh he completely outdrifted me, and then I was like, all right, well. <laughs> Damn, he, he sunned you real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember he, like like, halfway punched me. He's like, let go of the wheel. And I say that all the time now to my students, like, you got to let go of the way you got to feel the car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so tough love has been, like, always a thing over there since day one. You know what I mean? Like, they put me right in check. You know what I mean? So, like, every time I hear people now complain, I'm like, you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you don't listen, even know. You listen to the podcast, so you would know that we bring that up sometimes. Like, uh, yeah, dude. how kids these days are just, like, running away from all that. Like, I think is that they don't understand. Like, and it's from around the country, right? Like, it's it's definitely a Northeast thing. I go to other clubs, I go to other parts of the country where they have these events and like the attitude is not the same yeah. that we have. And I, and it's when you think about it, it's like, well, the majority of people are coming from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. So that's just, attitude is going to be a thing. And the only way to communicate <laughs> with people that have that attitude is to have something of attitude. Yeah. So it, it looks really foreign. You know, I know Aaron Losley, when I talked to him, he would tell me, he's like, you can always tell who's from the East Coast because you guys are so hard on one another. But in a very loving way, where to us it's kind of it, it's off-putting to kind of see people like talk shit on one another like that. And then they come back at that; they're almost so nice to each other that it's weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Where I think like they're fucking with me. Yeah, like in California nice. and shit. Like they'll yeah. be saying stuff, and I'm like, is this guy fucking with us? Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. That like, was literally up. Frankie when we were in California. He's like, everybody's so fucking nice. Like, why is this guy so? I'm always like, if you're if you're that nice, I'm like, something's up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's because we're from but, here. Yeah, exactly. That's but then once you get used here. to it, you're there for a couple of days. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. now Frank, everything's nice. just perfect here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's just you're after a while, like like other things would irritate me, like the, the way they would like on, on the West Coast, like if I'm not doing what I need to be doing by 10 a.m., like my day is gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. just like, no. Nah, oh, we'll don't be, even get me we'll started. Get, we'll get bro. around to it. I'm like, oh my god, don't even get me started <laughs> yeah. with California. But I get it. I see that that's their way of life, you know. And over here, when they come over here, they're like, you guys are like a million miles a minute. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure everybody has different experiences, but at least generally speaking, I've noticed. Yeah, dude, it's bad. You know, and that that's why we have that attitude <laughs> it, and stuff it, like that here. The business side of it I'm talking about, like, oh, yeah. bro, oh, my God. That's the time zone. They're three no, hours man. Behind. No, no, man. Keep it basic. The restaurants, bro. Like, just ordering food sometimes. You're just yeah. like, dude, can you just bring me the check? I'm ready, I'm, I've been ready, like, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Dude, we'll call it, like, oh, it's three hours behind. Okay, we'll wait till, like, fucking three in the afternoon and call him. Yeah, dude. What What do you need? Yeah, he went on lunch. What time is it there, dude? It's 10 a.m. He's not on lunch, bro. You guys just got to work, man. Like, it's always just, like, so slow. Everyone's high as fuck. I'm like, dude, I can't. I can't with that shit. I but, yeah, they're it. all nice. They're super nice. But, That's why, it, which is worse, because now you can't be mean to them. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And then, but the only time that really gets me is when they pull that passive aggressive thing. I'm just like, oh my. I haven't really experienced that yet. <laughs> you yeah. son of a it's, it's their way of, of being saying, mean. fuck you. Okay. See, we say it literally. Yeah. They passively say it and they know it irritates us. And okay. I'm like, ooh, touche, touche. <laughs> but I love, I love all my California friends. I love all them. I do too. I love different. it over there. They're different. Yeah, and it like, is different. So it's, it's, it's nice sometimes. And I've learned a lot from them. I'm like, man, I should probably chill. Yo, yeah. You know who's like that? Justin from Roadstar. Justin is the nicest. Bro, I told Malcolm about this shit. I was like, Justin's too nice, dude. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know, bro. I couldn't read him. He's like, what? I'm I'm like, I can't tell if he's fucking with me. He's just so nice. Yeah. And then like after we spent that whole time with him in California, I was like, he's just genuinely a nice fucking person. Like, and I need to just get used to that. It's crazy as Americans, like we look at that as like. Are you fucking with me? Yeah. And then, like, we were, by the time he came, I'm talking about that time we went to uh, California last, which Mm -hmm. was uh, Black Dude's Drift. We went out there. Our buddy came out and hung out with us. We were already exhausted. We were there for, like, three days. I, I, Did you know I texted him after we got back, and I was like, I just want to apologize for how exhausted me and Carl were. Dude, I was, like, delusional as fuck. I was walking us to a taco truck that wasn't there and shit, and Justin took the wheel. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he was being so nice to us and, like, yo, you guys want to do this, do that? And we're just like... Whatever, man. Like, it was, we just want to go to sleep, dude. It was amazing. But yeah, he was so nice. I had to like text him, like, dude, I'm sorry, man. This is this is why. But they totally understand. Like, this is yeah. Why... No, he did. He yeah, seemed to. Totally yeah, he was like totally not even mad about it. I'm like, if there was someone from here, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck was up with you, man? But yeah. like California people are just like he needed that hood transported. I'm not gonna say whatever it is oh, or what yeah, car it's you... for, but I brought it down there because Justin asked me to. Yeah. Because I was like. Dude, man, you would have fucking done the same shit. Oh, yeah. He is so nice. Um, and they're all nice down there. All dude. nice. It was every every experience that I've had in California has been super, super. Like, I'll joke around and bust their balls because they're different. Yeah. But that's because I like them. And if you're from the East Coast, that's how you tell someone you like them. Also, their drift events are dumb lax, dude. Like, yeah, the vibe yeah. is completely different. Yeah. They're yeah. not, like, attacking each other. Yeah. Not attacking. Like, I mean, like, you know, I'm that, trying to drive the best. I'm, but that's I'm good used, and bad, I'm, though. I'm, yeah. I'm used to, like... Club Lucy just taught me, like, if you're going to go out there, like, you Do have your to have best. some sort of etiquette, you and know, be, and run yeah. the right line, yeah. but just run a shitty line, like, you know what I mean? So there is some places in the country that I've gone to where there is no line discipline, at least. There's etiquette. nothing. So you can't There's really not even expect- any, like, hey, dude, why don't you try that? There's, yeah. like, it's just people just doing whatever just they want to do. Just doing whatever. And that, unfortunately, because of my upbringing, turns me off to, to drift that event sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, I can... Like I need to know that if I if I go hard, you're gonna go deep here because like that's what you should be doing. You're talking like with tandems and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're talking tandems and shit, that's a whole nother thing too. It's like, you know, you. But that's because of that. That has to be because we come up in club loose. Yeah, and you can't get you can't. I mean, you can't get to a group unless you're a certain. You're right, right. Not saying that there isn't some clubs out there that are disciplined as well, but you know, there's there's a lot of them that aren't. Yeah, I've definitely yeah, noticed yeah. there's a lot that aren't. So it's, it's more like a kind of a free for all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And that has to—I uh, ultimately think that has to do with the organizer or the person that's in charge. One hundred percent. So it's like, you know, I almost feel like that. that's what it's like in Japan, though. Sometimes you watch these videos and nobody's doing anything. There's just one guy making sure that. Yeah, but I mean, probably think, is. think about the like. We're not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're we don't have that that that. 
that normal etiquette and discipline. Yeah, we're yeah. American. You never know what the <laughs> we can do whatever the hell we want to do. Fuck you. Like yeah, they that is they're not like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they're awesome. Like don't get me wrong, but you know they have their own like way of like I don't know how to say it. Like self policing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's they a... have the culture that allows that to breed. Yeah, don't. Americans don't have that. No, we're someone needs about, to be in control yeah. of the track. <laughs> yeah, someone has to tell us what to do because if you tell us like. Yo, just don't cross the line. We're all gonna be like, who's gonna cross it first? Yeah, you know, that's just that's just who that's our culture. That you know? is true. We're man. we're born to be assholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we make it look cool, which makes everyone kind of like it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, all right. But in they reality, can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the Americans, whatever. Just wear a jersey and some red cups. You know I mean? <laughs> so 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 you got now you kind of are affiliated a little bit in club blues and stuff. Like, did you just keep driving club loose repetitively until like? You became an instructor? Um, <laughs> like, no, so I did pro-ams. I did, at that time, it was the era of, like, doing pro-ams and stuff like that. So I jumped into the pro-ams with, like, this is the era of, like, Steve Angerman, Dan Savage, Jeff Stoneback. Um, well, you probably came out of the basketball mindset, like, oh, I'm going to do this for and a compete. living. Well, and compete? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, let so me try to do this. At that time, um, that generation of drifters, that was the way. Like Instagram and all that stuff really wasn't a thing back then. The way to make it is like you were good, you would go to these events, you would place good, and you would go on to like Rec Magazine and like you know all the yeah. you know all that stuff. That was the route. That sounds at that, time. that sounds sick. Yeah. Like I wish honestly that it was still like that. Like yeah. that sounds awesome. But I mean, I under, you have to you also have to understand that with the expansion of social media now, it's given oh. so many more people an opportunity to do it. Yeah. And that's good and bad because you'll get some people that traditionally you may think, well, I don't know if they really deserve all that. But then you got other people that are really focused on learning how to drift and be good at drifting and hope that that makes them popular. But like, you know, it's just it's kind of the wave. Every four years, like drifting kind of goes through like this little change and stuff like that. And I've seen it happen. Like, you know, I mean, I've been around since like MySpace. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> I've seen it all kind of go up and down all around and. You know, now kids are all over TikTok. It's like, so it's interesting to see what it's going to be like. You kind of stayed with it, though. That's what you told me you were on TikTok, and that's where you yeah, get a lot of your yeah, business, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot of my business comes from TikTok now. Yeah, I should probably, like, get TikTok or something. The kids what are you going to make? What are you, I mean, you going to put Ma- out there? Malcolm's got our TikTok going, so you can follow us on TikTok. The shit that scares me is sometimes on, on that I'll see something cool. Guys, 13 or an IS300. That's it. And then, <laughs> and then like, I'll see somebody else... It uh, technically it would be drifting because of the, he's linking turns, but it's literally through a fucking suburban ass neighborhood, <laughs> right. and it's in a Hellcat, <laughs> right. and I'm like, this thing has got is got some speed going, right. and right. it's midday. I understand that the... shit is scary, and that that'll also spread like wildfire yeah. too. But that's so. I, I I'm not trying to give them excuses, but with the growth of the popularity of drifting. Mm-hmm we tend to always think that that's always going to be a positive thing. Uh-huh. But because we live in this country <laughs> and because we're free, you can interpret that however you want. And the growth of drifting has bred the growth of other things that we don't like. Yeah. That's just the pros and cons of that. You know what I mean? That I was think really nicely put. Yeah. It's just, it's just how it works. You know what I mean? I would be almost, I mean, do I like it? No, but I'm sure like club loose didn't like when I was out there, like, Drifting these intersections like in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was just as dangerous. Yeah, if not, probably more. Shit. 
You know what I mean? But I still make fun of the takeover kids all the time. You know? <laughs> it's it's just it's that's you're gonna get the heat. You know what I mean? That's just you're gonna get the shit talking. That's just yeah, how we, it is. we have to keep making fun of them because hopefully it'll do something. Yeah. And yo, not for nothing, I have some of them that do come to the school to try to learn how to do it legit, and they're very interested in doing it. But like, I, I tell them straight up, and they tell me straight up, it's not just like the technique. It's more so like because it's illegal and it's yeah. like. That's the attraction, and it's like I mean, I mean it's like that's why, why street we, drifting is fun. It, yeah, because exactly. it's you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, and so it looks like, fucking yeah. sick. The only like, difference is like people are getting hurt sometimes. Yeah, hitting people yeah. and doing that. That, that donuts part, doesn't really yeah. seem that fun to me. That but, that yeah. part freaks me out because I'm like, and even they man. say they don't want like at least the select few that have come to me. Um, they say that they don't they don't really want people to get hurt. They just want it to somehow turn into something, but they understand that it's like due to the publicity and the videos, it's going to be a really hard battle. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just as long as it took for people to take what we do seriously, it's going to take just as long for you. That's just even if your stuff even lasts. You know what I mean? Like, they'll yeah. eventually just probably just convert into drifting when they realize that. They got, like, so squad. Yeah, they have, like, squads at police yeah, places. But realistically, it's just, like, a lame version of drifting. So yeah. I think eventually, like, people that want to do it seriously will go places like you or uh, Chris, and they'll learn how to actually drift and then they'll probably just stop there, but they'll realize like well, okay well donuts are kind of boring you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. and yeah. the people that come to like for instance my school and rent my cars like it's all types of people i mean i have people that come from manhattan cubicles down to like just a lot of women who are just like normal moms that are just trying to get what? into it because yeah, yeah that's crazy grandmoms you know that's kids. fucking awesome yeah. what the fuck yeah. <laughs> it's because the the trick is is that it's a the one on one experience is really what does it. Yeah, and you that, have to be personal. You mm-hmm. know, you have to be personal. So like, I definitely I try would to trust like talk you. to them. I would trust you. Yeah, I mean that's the whole. I mean that's part of the process, right? You come and I make you feel comfortable. We talk about whatever, and then you and sell then, me a condo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I before doing a lot of that stuff, I, I really listened to a lot of like a podcast that had to do with like CIA agents and like how they talk to people and wow. all that stuff. And I was like, and I'd be a liar say if I don't use a little bit of that when you're going into it. You know what I mean? It's a lot easier. Just some brain manipulation yeah. techniques. Well, it's, it's, it's simple because they're going in happy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, the problem is is that, like, you're not really coming to me for an experience. Like, I tell people that on the phone. It's probably not good marketing tactic on my part. But like, <laughs> Wait, like, you tell them you're not? Like, you're not coming for an experience. Like, you're coming here to learn. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some people have asked me, like, oh, can we do something different? I'm like, nah. If you can't do this line and learn how to hold the line and learn how to, like, do what I'm telling you to do, like, you can't get past this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I, that's so, good. So you do, you do it in, like, sections? Yeah, yeah. Sections are like... You gotta learn this before you step to this. Definitely, 100%. I mean, you show them different aspects of it, but like, I'm not just gonna like, oh, we're not just gonna jump into clutch kicking initiation. Like, you don't even know what you're doing. You have no idea what weight transfer is yet, Mm. what reference is that, or throttle modulation, or any of that stuff. So you really have to start breaking that down. The people that probably have the hardest time at the drift school are usually people that come from some sort of racing discipline already. Mm. Or oh, stunt so they're drivers. not coachable or something? It's not that they're not coachable. It's just that they've been trained so well to keep their hands on the fucking wheel mm. that when oh, you tell they're... them to tr- steer with your foot and not with your hands, it just like throws them for a loop. That's interesting. I always I always tell people that like do grip racing and other stuff. I'm like, dude, you should try drifting. I feel like it would help with car control. A lot. I think it would. I think I think just something to have in your back yeah. pocket. And know? when they learn, the, the interesting is, is 
if you're someone who comes from time attack or any any of that stuff that has to do with like actual racing you know what i mean and then you start doing drifting they once they figure it out they become very robotic yeah there's no style to what they do because they've been trained to be very step by step by step by step yeah drifters we're not we have like you can see there's like a little lack of discipline which comes off a style with what we do um but everyone that comes from some sort of either stunt driving or racing you can definitely tell like once they figure it out they just they do it that way every single time that makes sense very calculated they are kind of like robots yeah so you can kind of it's great for tandem yeah but like after a while like i'll watch you once or twice and then i'm not going to watch you anymore because like i just get bored it's boring yeah yeah but it's it's drifting can get boring depending on yeah who's i know what you mean yeah like some you watch some professional drivers and you're like well yeah this is just boring. i mean i'm a nerd for i'm a nerd for techniques for sure i i remember you said that like you're like i I like more of like the the aesthetics of it all yeah um i'm a nerd i so i came up watching all those option videos so to me my perception Mm -hmm. of what i thought was a good driver is for your car to look so good that you could drive that good, and at the end of the event, your star, your your car still looked good. Yeah, like it wasn't broken. So it showed like this dude fucking rips. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's how I took what I saw. So when I see someone look good, but then they drive shitty, I look at that like, okay, well that your lack of style. Mm. Because to me, you have to have both. Yeah. To fully have that style. You know what I mean? That's why, like, even though I may not be as authentic as some of you guys, you'll look at some of my S13s and you can see the remnants of all those early 90s liveries and stuff like that because that's what I grew up watching. I just didn't have the change to make that happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) I wanted to drive because I wanted to link both. I wanted to have style and the driving technique. Mm -hmm. So when I see people, like now when I watch Final Bout, I see a lot more style and the driving. And now I'm like, okay, now it's complete. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I like. For me, that's what I like to say. Do you think it's ever going to... Like, do you think right now it's like... We're like... It's a peak. It, it's pretty high right now. The popularity and, we're, and like, the growth of the drifting community. So my immediate thought... I, th- I was thinking about this on my drive home the other day, and I was like, what the hell is going to happen next? Like, is this going to ever stop? Probably what's, some insane shit gonna, is going to happen What's going to change? It's going to get really good. You think so? We're not even... Yeah. Like, these kids that are coming out now are going to... Like, the driving, unless, like, something happens outside of our hands, like, when I mean, like, worldwide, like, when it comes to, like, our countries and shit like that, and, like, we go through economic failure, and which is a whole other story. But, like, as long as we're still going, we can still rock out, and we're going to have another 10 years of drifting, which I think we still will. Like, by the next eight years, we're going to see some, some, some kids come out some dudes come out there just like the driving's just gonna go through the roof. I mean, just look look at history. Look at what drifting was ten years ago. That's what I'm saying. And look and, at it now. And yeah. and you watch those videos and stuff and like the modifications, they weren't like now it's like Yeah, dude. The, like mo- that, the that's car like, modifications are wild. But the th- yeah. that's what to me But that's because of the growth of again, that's another thing. That's a byproduct of the growth of the popularity. So now because of that growth, it has given more aftermarket. Has, has given more aftermarket more business. Yeah. More yeah. people to get, you know. I was talking to Frankie earlier. I see everything come to my school. FDF, YSVAB, PBM, makeshift. What I saw everything, everything, everything. Uh-huh. The problem is the driver. Literally. If, if you're good, you can you can now it becomes a preference. Yeah. Oh, I want 
this kit because because I just this like the way well, it feels. it's because I saw this person on YouTube with this. That's stuff. what it's become. Yeah, you know. And the real the real people, I think you should. I don't know. We can maybe point the blame at that. That maybe don't realize they're doing it, but they're doing it. Is the companies the companies that sponsor kind of direct because they're the ones that have the money. They're the yeah. ones that are like saying, "Oh, this is the person we're going to have endorsed for this." But because the person behind the screen that's given the okay isn't a drifter, doesn't know what real drifting is, doesn't know what, how to distinguish good from bad, all they see is numbers on Instagram. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's just the world we live in now. Like something's going to come up, it's going to reformat, and like yeah. It's just gonna grow. Like Those old videos where the modifications aren't beyond reach, at least for some like normal dude, to me, that tells me I can go do that. Like I can be cool just like that, just because yeah. I I have all the shit now. Yeah. Like you back then, it was probably like whoa, like you have aftermarket knuckles, like. But now it's like oh, I think we just wanted to be more like the Japanese drivers that we saw back then. So we were just trying to buy everything and import because we thought. Getting all that stuff would make us better. Yeah. Or make us more authentic. Yeah. But now I think we've adopted more of what we should have done, which is like take your normal Z or BRZ or whatever real wheel drive car that's available in your area right now that's cheap <laughs> and slightly modify it enough and drift it. Because my, my drift cars are, you don't get in them and like think it's a drift car, like other than like the Hydra that's in there. But everything else is pretty like, oh, I could totally, do. that's the feeling. I could go buy one of these. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like, oh, this is a full-blown drift car. And that's the selling point. Like, you jump in the car and you're like, I can do this. This is only, like, this is under 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know? That's, that's, that's not even that much money nowadays. That's the shittiest thing. Yeah. yeah. Like. So when I, you tell them that, like, oh, yeah. you go buy a BMW, buy a G35, buy a 350Z, it's going to cost you under 10 grand, all said and done. Depending on what part of the country, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, that has a yeah. huge factor. That's a huge it. factor. Huge you know? factor. In but it. in most places, I feel like if you're lucky, that's what you're going to be spending. You can get in, and if you know how to manage your tires and and you know have a water pit and all that stuff, and like you're going to really do what we should have done. Like so, the way I calculate it is, I've been doing this for almost two decades. Mm -hmm. The people that I've taught in the last five years. Because we've been able to fast track them, by the time they hit the 10-yard mark, theoretically, they should already be where I'm at now. Yeah. So, like, imagine how much better people will get. That, and and for those of you listening, I feel like we just kind of glazed over this, but you run Drift School Evergreen. That's what the name is on Instagram? Yeah, Drift School Evergreen. Drift School. How long, how long have you been doing that? Because so, you mentioned you drove Pro-Am, so then I'm assuming it, it developed into this eventually. Yeah, in 2017, I went out to California to Drift 101 to go work underneath Nayoki at Willow Springs. Okay. And I just hit him up. That sounds sick. What the yeah. hell was that like? It was great. I went over there. Super, super nice guy. Very Californian. So he definitely, like, he definitely was like, you're very East Coast, just by the way. <laughs> I came off. So was, was he, like, the first <laughs> Drift School I think there? he was. I what think was it of, called? Uh, it's Drift School 101. It still exists. Like, I still know people that go to that. You know it's sick. I, mean? I think Cole Mannon went there. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's where Cole went. And he, when he was, like, young, too. But, uh. Yeah, it's yeah. been there for like I want to say over ten. Is it the same deal? They have cars there that you can same thing, same thing. Mm. Like it, it all like so it happened. Then I was like, let me go see if I can make this happen. But the only reason that I even thought this could happen is because I had all of that training with Club Loose. Like they, I I was instructing at Club Loose like 2010, 2011. So I got to like sharpen my skill and really practice that craft for all, like almost a decade. 
you know what I mean? Or, or whatever, like six years or something like that before I said, oh, let me go see if I can make this a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I started getting invited to do these clinics and stuff like that. I'm like, so I did it pro bono for free for like years and years and years. Just because you like doing it? Just because I like doing it. Because that's how Club Blues trained me, you know? <laughs> like, hey, this is what you're going to do to be part of the club. Yeah. So like you help the future. So like then it's turned into, it manifested into a career. You know what I mean? Which I never, never thought it. I mean, it's a struggle. I mean, I'm not saying it's like I'm like walking. It's a business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doing anything in the drifting community as a living is definitely, uh, you know. I'm trying trying to find the fucking balance there, dude, (laughs) where we can make money and also drift. Yeah, it's called Uh, a business and learn how to write shit off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's like it's it's not, you know. Yeah. It's not crazy. But at least you're doing what you want to do every day you know what i mean yeah. i get to do that and then i'm blessed because i have that sponsor uh ed thompson from cool cat motorsports that lets me drive that 350z okay and that thing's like an x formula drift car and that's a full ride bro like i don't <laughs> i'm so blessed i tell him all the time like thank you so much because i don't I, dude i don't pay for that like so, i couldn't afford driving like tires and everything it bro the whole thing it's an arrive and drive damn and when do you when do you get to drive that car like do you do it do so you, do you have that car i drove you? it i don't i don't personally he has it over in maryland um okay. I drove it all in 2021 when I did Clutch Kickers. Oh, okay. You know, I did that, that which was awesome to do that. I missed that a little bit. Different driving. Uh, I wish we would have done some things to the car, but we were just learning the car. And yeah. it was like the first time I competed in like, I don't know, seven years. Uh, the most nerve-wracking comp that year was coming to the Gambler, because mm-hmm. I always judged the Gambler. Oh. So then when I got to compete, I was like, damn, all of these kids know how I drive. Like, they're going <laughs> to murder me. You know what I mean? And it was probably the most nerve-wracking comp that I did that year was to come home to try to drive against like the people that know me best, because I'm like any one of these just can take me out. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. that that would make it more fun for me. I yeah. definitely like the. It was fun. Yeah, the I trash talking that. was great in the pits. It was sick. See, yeah. it was so good. Oh, dude. Everybody was like, everybody knew the deal. You know what I mean? But some good jokes went down. I forget them all, but it was some it was some heaters out there. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, I I like the competition side of it. I do, but I. But I also I like don't. fucking around with my friends yeah. and stuff and like just enjoying driving. Yeah. I'm I still enjoy it. But yeah, I but know when you, when you can mix the two together like Final Bout or Super D did, it yeah. it's a lot better. I just I just know that like there's a there has to be a reason why I'm doing something. Before it was try to get a group A. Yeah. Yeah. Like, See, like me, that's a goal. For me, too. that's what like, it was. Like, like I remember they told us in Club Loose, like, you don't want we don't do competitions because we never want to pit our like our brothers against one another. Like you never want it to get to the point where you're, like you're pitted against one, you know, mm. in a competition, or even let that even breed. So that's why we always kept fun events going. And it, I mean, think about it. Like the majority of people that are in pro am, excuse me, that are in um, pro spec or from, from our, I don't, from I don't Loose. know anything about that. They're from, yeah. yeah, they're from. Club, I mean, look, look at Rich Whiteman's from Club Loose, <laughs> Ricky yeah. Hoffman. I mean, look at it. There are a lot. There's a lot of them that are in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like. That type of what what they do at Club Loose and what we've been pushing over there, I think, really breeds a lot of good drivers. Yeah, yeah. At I least like, in our area. You know. I, when I watch the Gambler, because that I do watch. Mm-hmm. Um, when I watch the Gambler, I like that since there is a standard, and like you're in competition, since there is a standard, there's a bigger expectation that you're going to go somewhere. Like I can anticipate more. Right. If I was driving. Just because, like, sometimes when I'm at Evergreen or something like that and we're just boogieing along, I'm like, damn, I wish I wish he pushed out there more or, like, right. what have you. That's but, more of a, yeah, because that's, that, like, Evergreen is definitely more of a party, 
I love it. It has taught me so many different things. Yeah. Like, and it's such a, it's, it's a small course, but literally packed with tons of different things. It's, it's definitely grown a lot, you know, over the last couple of years. There was a hundred and I think like 15 drivers there when I was there for their opener. It's their own culture over there for sure. I like, I like how it's like literally in a little valley. Yeah, it's, Have it's you, you got to go. I haven't been there, but he's been trying to get, because I, I realized you've been trying to get me to go there for like multiple years now. And then he, he you just started talking about it this year with well, me. Well, Daryl got me into it. He would be going there and he, he would come home. And this is always the selling point for me. He's like, yeah, I got like 50 laps. And I'm like, 50? <laughs> like five zero? And he's like, yeah, like they, if, if the, if the track is hot, we're driving. And I'm like. That's sick. Like, what the fuck? And then I looked at the track, and the infield isn't just like a... Uh, in two weeks, I'm going to Shenandoah Speedway for mm. a private day. And Oh, this guy's got money. Hey, yo, <laughs> Whoa, we did, I'm sorry, we didn't get that invite yet. Okay. Uh, well, I, I actually... Um, oh, wow. Malcolm, I'm, do I tell him? Oh. Oh, Malcolm's oh. going too? Wow. Oh. Oh, Malcolm's wow. going. Oh. Thank yeah. you. Everyone's wow. going. Wow. See what happens? Mm. You fucking give everyone everything, and then they just, they just take everything. it. They take it and run. And I, I learned and applied some knowledge that I learned from being here, and I built my car. And you didn't invite me? It was literally a today. Wait. So that's knowledge. the one that's the oval? It's a... Oval, so my intention is, one, we're going to go celebrate my buddy's birthday, Serge. What's up? Um, But two, I've never been there, so fun. Three, I heard that the oval, the infield, wears the tires zero. Probably. So then I also know that you can tandem there, and I really want to get some time with Daryl. Wait till you see. see, First of all, stop going to oval. Second of all, wait till you see the the view. (laughs) It's a crate. You've been there? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it I've crazy when you pull in there? there? Yeah. You have the little river next to it and everything. What? Yeah, and the mountain right there? I'd have no, I've looked up no photos of it. I just know it's a flat in... Photos won't do any justice anymore. But here's... Okay, I know it is an oval, but I want to like... just trying to get you to go to Club Loose, man. I just want to <laughs> drive with Daryl for a little... Like, I, I if we really want to do time. this... If we really want to do... Not really. If we do this... If we really want to see something with this, I want to do something where I'm like, okay, let's work on this. Or let's go do that. So, like, I'm going to go there with intention of driving with people, like, driving, driving. Look, man, where's my invite? We'll talk after this. Well, you, um, I mean, you guys should bring, um, like, well, over at the school, like, if you bring your own car, if you bring buddies with you, like, I do, the, the max I do is four people. Uh-huh. And then you get a discount. So, at that point, it's like you're there for the four hours, but it's like 175 bucks because you got four people with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got his wheels spinning. Well, no, because I think I remember... A buddy of mine, Quan, was going to do something, but I think something had come up. But yeah, no, I like. I, I also just like going to the events. I just know I'm going to go to Evergreen if it's an event. I mean, yeah, the events are like <laughs> they're fun. The events are like, and I love how they do that comp in the middle for like two hours, real quick. Yo, it's up. It's for it's me like just because I know I'm not getting in there. I just know Wait, I. Wait, so you sit. don't do the comp there? No, you should. Just yeah, you fun. probably should. That's a very relaxed kind of. I think it's really good at kind of like, haha, we're doing a comp, but it's like, you, I like you, that it's you a, get the feeling of it. I yeah. like that it's a buyer drive buy in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. that. I was just going to say, you you learn yourself as a driver when you enter a competition. Yeah. You learn a lot about you yourself. You start to realize what type of driver you are. Yeah. Because things can change real quick. Like, you're, because you're all of a sudden you're going to be like, well, now I'm driving with a purpose. Yeah. And you could either get real aggressive or make crazy mistakes that you didn't know you were going to make. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, the mindset's like always a, like when I spot for people because I spotted an FT and that was always a thing. Like, no matter if it's FT or pro am or even when I had a auto real dream that came by before they went to find about and got third place. I remember that. I was just like, you guys just gotta like <laughs> chill. <laughs> just gotta be calm and realize like if you time everything correctly, like drifting just it just it's magic. That was the one they did. That I was a judge for, I guess. Uh, New Hampshire? Where was it? Connecticut. Thompson. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? I so, yeah. Dude, was, I was watching their driving, obviously. Dude, it was so consistent. Yeah. And they just kept going out. So th- the whole thing was like, you didn't have to... You just had to go out and get some laps in with your team. And then that was it. Dude, Wait, they went what? out every single lap. And they kept going out and out and out. I'm like texting Seb. I'm like, dude, you guys are good. Stop going out. Because you're just waiting for them to fuck up. But they never fucked up. No. It was so weird. And that's what they were doing at Evergreen. We just kept on. I kind of look at it like as long as you put in the time, as long as you take the jump shots, like you're going to get good. It was crazy. They were super consistent. True, true baller right there. And then Front Street goes out and just crash into each other every lap. (laughs) Yeah, but they they won this time. Yeah. Dude, they were were fucking on point. I, this is what I saw. I parked at the bad at a bad spot first. First thing in the morning, I well, parked for, at a bad spot. Let me spot. pause you real quick. They were on point because there was three of them, not five. True. That's you get, really don't you get more points if there's more people? No, I don't think so. But you should. I yeah, don't know if I that's thought a that thing. was part of it. I thought like the more people you got, I never heard of that, but that'd be cool because yeah. it's more difficult. Yeah, it's way yeah. more difficult. Anyway. I don't know how that works. All faction aligned. Um, <laughs> but I pulled up and I watched a bunch of cars go by. And I didn't really think of it. I was like, oh, like, people are drifting now. Cool. And then Front Street came by. I remember Josh was in front and Tom was behind. You just, I don't see anything, but I know it's Tom. Like, his car. Like, I know the sound. And then here he comes. You just hear the engine. Help me. And then I look at Daryl and I'm like, yo, Front Street's going to win this shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, that looked really fucking good. Yeah, the cars are pretty dialed right now. They they both they literally both did engine swaps before they went there. So. <laughs> but I was there when he blew it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, that sucks. Which one? Uh, the last one ever. It was at Club Loose. One Josh or Tom? Josh, Josh, Josh. Yeah. And it filled up with like antifreeze, and I was like, yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah, it yeah. pretty much did the same thing my engine did, and and he was like, yeah, it's probably just a head gasket. And the whole time I'm thinking, that shit's yeah, probably he, detonated. Is he ever gonna lower his car? Lower it? Never. Damn. It's only gonna get higher. Why? I don't know, man. He's like, yo, if I'm saying something. It looks, yeah. cool. It, it looks cool. Like, I, I think it looks cool. I get cool. why he does it. I see. I just. He like, made when it I look, look When I look at that S13 and behind him, like, that's, it, again, it reminds me of, like, that era. That era. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? But I get why they do what they do. Yeah. I just miss. I miss what I miss. I like that. I just feel bad for Josh because my car's never changing from that. Because I feel the same way when I look at this photo in the office. I'm just like, that's my favorite photo of my car. I wish I had the same wheels on the back. But... That was like, when I saw that photo, I was like, well, I'm good. And that was, I raised it up, you know, because right. my car used to be like stupid and yeah. not functional. You guys used to break a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now it's like. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Really raise your car. <laughs> but I liked how it looked, you know. What I, mean? I don't even think I'd like how it looked now if I, if I went back. Because I feel like it's just yeah. too low. You that think, right there You looks... think with time we just mature and we're just like, uh, raise it. I think it's, well, for me, what happens is like. I'll see a car that's really low. Like, I hate to keep roasting Cole, but like Cole Manon has a really low 180SX. And it looks cool, like for a street car driving. But like, I know he drifts and mm-hmm. I know he wants to drift it. So when I see it, I'm just like, 
no. Like right away, I'm just like, I got it. a half an inch there. Right. You know what I mean? Like I have that. Like now, I just have this weird thing in my mind where like I know where an S13 should sit to look good, mm. but still drive okay. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's never going to be drive as well as like front street cars, right? But there's a happy middle ground, like where you can just. But front street cars are more set up for a certain style of driving. It's yes, a very but aggressive, like no matter what, if your cars are higher in the air, the suspension is going to work better. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's way more suspension yeah. geometry that's going on. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, the one guy's car that I was in, Juan, the one who drove for Auto Real Dream. I get this past Yeah, you weekend. could do a lot of modifications I, to make it. I'm telling work. you, maybe it was just in his in that situation, it's like the perfect storm, right? Since he has low power of having a, a lot of rear camber, which I, I think he had like a lot. Thing was on the ground, dude. And maybe since he has a low amount of power with a KA that it like maybe helps it. Keep well, it spinning, it's like momentum drifting for yeah. sure. Yeah, like you were talking about earlier off the podcast, you were saying, like, actually, I think you brought it up now. You were just like, you could just make it work. You know what I mean? Like, if you're he a good driver, you just work. make it work. Hell yeah, he like, was working the shit out of but that. But I do have a, I draw the line when it comes to when people when people ask me like, what's your deciding factor with an angle kit? And I'm just like, if my wheels poke out, oh no, nah. <laughs> then it's a it's done. Sorry. You mean like yeah. This. If I have to, if I have to get over fenders because that shit's poking out like some crazy Mexican like Mexi poke, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Then it's I, not. I cannot like what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean what? that's how we were too. That's why we like we made Justin and Scott get the Type Three over fenders. Yeah, Thank yeah. God those over fenders came out at yeah, that time. Know, and like the thing is like I like Com cars and I even then dude like yeah the first thing I did. When they gave me, because the, the 350Z that I drive, the uh, the Cool Cat Motorsports car is the Siki Manufacturing 350Z. Yeah. And it had the first gen Y-Spec kit on it. My deciding factor Fuck when you. I realized how much it poked and how raised it was, I was like, yeah, it has to go. Bro, I hate, <laughs> the first thing I that's hate that first Y-Spec kit so much. Now, the thing is, I know now you have Ackerman adjustment and you can get it to self-steer. The new one is probably not that yeah, bad. It's probably not that bad. But if it pokes. It still will. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you need to resize. I'm out, bro. Dude, they both, Scott had that, that kit on, he still has that kit on his car. We had to get like, this some is Scott's car right We there. had to get some crazy sized fucking front wheels that were like, you. those would never fit on a normal car ever. Probably like plus That's 60. Saying, right? They'd be sunken in to like, but for hell. like, but if it's going to be for like, comps and all, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the I other just, thing. It's like aesthetics are just a thing for me. Hmm. You can make like you can make like talking about that guy with the low car. It's like, yeah, you can make it drift like I can make any whatever. Just make yeah. it drift. It's not a big deal. But when you go to compete, then you're going to realize how bad your car is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I mean, yeah. if you're never going to compete, he was driving the shit out of it, though. Yeah. There, but but there, there's still a lot of dependence on the person behind the wheel. But once once you <clears throat> tell me about the camber in the rear, then you put a You put yeah. a pro- properly set up car against him. It's. Not even a shot. Yeah, because the surging in tandem and, and final belt ha- is way different than what you'll see at like our comps. Like, I I, re- I look at competition drifting kind of like a dogfight in like airplane. Mm-hmm. That, that's what y- that shit hell is. Hell yeah. Um, I think what I don't like about competition drifting, and I won't mention any names, but it's some people they play dirty. Like it's yeah. you're battling, and there's going to be some people that want to choke you or kind of play games, and that may or may not be part of the game. You little know break I mean? check here and little there. Break, little, little something here, or, you know, like, you know, and I get it. Um, but then there's legal things, like, for instance, like, if you have a Wise Fab kit, like, I remember uh, 
Alec Honnadale. He would throw a lot of angle before this one transition. But if I were to try to match that angle, I'm just going to choke myself. So, like, you're playing chess. Like, I know my strength with that PBM kit that I was running is that if I wind up just right and, and time it just right, he his transition's theoretically going to be slower because he doesn't have any, any scrub. Mm-hmm. So he has to walk that wheel back over. I have inertia on my side, so I have to just team it up, and then he won't get away from me. It happened a couple times, but then other times, like, you'll fall for it, and then, like, so it, like, and some people may not even know what the hell we're talking about right now, but that's what I'm saying. Competition drifting gets to that point. And then, like, the club lose party mode stuff or what you'll see at Final Belt, that's, like, a whole whole other thing. I think the tire consumption is actually a lot less doing that type of stuff than the comp stuff because the comp, you're trying to get everything out of your car. Yeah. You're trying to do so many things at one time. And so it's it's two, at least for me, I think it's two different things. And that's, mm-hmm. like, the only way you could do a Final Belt one. Like, if they if they pitted people against each other... That shit would be a mess. Yeah, yeah. It's because, a certain type of person. Yeah, because a, a lot of the teams have cars that are, like, set up similar to each other. Mm-hmm. That way they can drive, you know, at least pretty decent with each other and not, yeah. you know. Yeah. But if you start setting up different, you know, you take one guy from this team, set up, it's like, all right, well, if this guy slammed and has negative seven degrees of camera in the back and the other guy's set up like Tom's car, what yeah, are we doing? Work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, see, in that situation, if I was Tom, I would have to know that. Like, I would see it. Well, Tom would just destroy him. I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, mm, actually, Tom gave me two hugs this past weekend. It was really (laughs) nice to me. I don't know who showed him the podcast where I said, hey, man, I I don't know if you fuck with me. (laughs) Oh, really? Literally gave me a hug. Did he bring that up? No. Oh, shit. I know somebody must have. Oh, he might have listened to that one. Somebody must have. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, god damn it. I shouldn't have said anything. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, did did Final Bout ever do one where they... Put people against each other. I think Super D. I mean, would Super be D one. would be your closest yeah. thing to that. I and like that, I mean, those. to be honest with you, that shit was really fun. Wait, but when we went, they had solo one. Like people went against each other. Yeah, I think that from was different a, teams. Was that a special stage? No, Maybe. it was the end. It was in September. Remember? Yeah. But Which we're going to this I, year. That's we're a certain going. niche. I think those work, but it has to be a certain niche, or you have to wait for that niche to grow more and more and more. Well, I mean, pull that stuff off. what's happening right now is actually kind of perfect because it's like most of the cars that were going to Final Bout kind of were all similar. They were low. They weren't really set up very, very properly for drifting. They were right. just more set up to look good and drift. But now you got like Front Street in there. I remember uh, there was another team, too, that was pretty good, and their cars were taller and set up, right? It's like, okay, so now you're bringing these two different like subgenres of drifting together. It's crazy. And you're putting them in competition with each other i don't know we'll uh, see how it's it gonna goes get very diplomatic so. yeah like i feel like it's gonna get <laughs> this is america weird. it's gonna be like okay we're gonna have to make like we're gonna have to split this up because and that's and that's the thing like see i think in in japan and i could be wrong because i've never been there i think my perception in japan people are more acceptive of all that or it's like oh we're gonna go over here we're gonna have our to today we're gonna have our new sunday but in America, it's like, nah, this is what we do here. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I definitely feel little, like there's an underlining of that. I would yeah. love a little Toyota meeting day. That'd be I think awesome. it'd be of course cool. you would. You know what I mean? It's. I think everyone. <laughs> Everybody's just... got ball joint, bolt-on knuckle kits. <laughs> it's great. Wheels falling off. Nah, because we all just did them the night before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ultimately, what I think is going to really push drifting is this. I mean, I know it's crazy to think, but those Mustangs and Corvettes are just, you have no idea what they're doing right now. It's its its paving the way for a whole new demographic of like 40 and up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The dads. 
Yeah. And they're, they're into it. And they're then there's coming. ones then there are ones that are into like the shit you do. Oh no. And they're like, oh, so they look at it like, wait, wait, wait. So it's like it's like riding a two stroke motorcycle. <laughs> oh no. Or a two stroke dirt bike. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, that's exactly what it's yeah, like. Yeah, get rid of that V eight. You know what I mean? They're like I'm like, there's they're like, why would you switch up? I'm like, there's different techniques that are open, but you just have to have like a different setup for it, you know, and they're interested in that stuff. Some people are like, are just all about it. That's know? sick. Like you're, you, the fact that you mentioned like a 40 and up crowd, you're yeah. talking about an age, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like, and they come to the school because they're just like, okay, I'm not going to go to a normal like club loose event or something. <laughs> gonna, Cause they're just like, I, I feel I fit out of place. They openly say it. They just, I just fit out of place. Or like the the wife will buy a, a four hour session for their husband. That's so funny. And then they ask like, "Yo, so how can I get this?" And blah blah. blah. I'm like, "Yeah, you can go find a Mustang." Or, you know, you have to read the room what they're into. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then other guys are like, oh, "I'm gonna get a 350Z or I'm gonna get a G35." You know, and and but it's cool that they're like they're getting into that. No, I love you know that. I mean? Like it's 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 completely different. I don't know what's gonna come. Again, it sounds cool, but there's gonna be pros and cons to that eventually. It's they're like no, like, I mean <laughs> like they're taking all my drags. No, no, I feel like it would be like those are the guys that are probably I don't know, it's like this or golf, dude. Yeah. Like so then yeah. so then like you go do this and like they, they if this is your hobby, then you're going to treat it like a hobby that you like doing. Yeah. There's definitely a Hopefully. lot of that. And we and we do have a lot of that too, where people are like we're mad about drifting coming to Evergreen. Yeah. Um, I think again, I don't really go to a lot of the drift Evergreen events mm-hmm. uh, because Club Loose overlaps, and sometimes I'm just working doing a different gig somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have gone here and there at a couple of them. But on my normal class days, sometimes I'll have people that show up to do the normal modified races or the late modifieds or endurance racing, whatever they do there, and I'll talk to them. And a lot of them are fully aware that drifting is a strong contributor to keep that track up and going yep. and historically keep that stuff. And I tell them, like, I'm pretty sure every drifter that comes here, sir, wants historically your stuff to still keep going. You know, it's cool to know that those people have been there since, like, the 50s. Dude, I was upset about the drag strip at E-Town. Yeah. But we, I mean, like, but I understand why he did it. You know what I mean? Like, the overhead, like, you could do the drag races. Unless, I, again, unless I'm wrong. But the way I heard it was a company came or whatever. It seemed like it was just a place. good deal. It was a good deal. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you did do the drag strip stuff and you can make a lot of money, well, now you got all the overhead. You have to pay all the people. You yeah. know, and like the cost starts. Stress. Yeah, exactly. Here it's like you just give it off and it's like, and you're going to have people that don't agree with it. I see it all the time on Facebook. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, but I mean, that, I think that's just the way it goes. You know, I like that they kept what they kept and used it for how they used it. Now. I don't like the figure. Eight. You don't like it? <laughs> no. I like that they used it though. No, I just, I just do not like the figure. Eight. It's not for not you. For me. <laughs> it's not doing it for you. It's what would you so, have rather seen? I don't done know. There? I don't think you could really do anything else. You, know, I, I mean, you, just, I don't know. Pay every last inch of it, or so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I just think I see. I know why they did it from a business perspective. It makes total sense. Yeah, do it there. Everyone can see it, and I get it. And if you want to see the cool stuff, you go across the street and you go watch the road course. Uh, Fair, I get that. So they covered every single base. Obviously, we always want something to get more and more intense, more and more better. You know, I want more difficult tracks. I want, but that's because I've been doing this for fucking ever. Mm. Have you driven the figure eight? I've driven it like one time. But okay. I'm just like, but the risk factor is just so big there. Like if you if you yeah, dip it too. on the wall, then that's it. I don't figure it. Yeah, I know. You know I, mean? I feel the same exact way you do. But I, when I watch Formula D there, I'm like, okay, this is like kind of cool. 
Yeah. Well, that, I, I think that's different. That's that pretty much the yeah. only thing where I'm like, okay, this is... And the gamblers. The gamblers are cool because it's, it's setting people up to go to Formula Drift. Yeah. Because there is people that do that. For that me, I'm just want. like, okay, well, it's a figure eight, so how can we make this exciting? Well, let's just put... 2,000 horsepower fucking cars on it. That'll probably be exciting. Fireworks. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of entertaining. But yeah, like I have no interest to drive that. You yeah. know what I mean? But Watching I've... Formula Drift there is the epit- is like as probably as close as you're going to get to like Monster Truck. Yes. That's, that's yeah. Monster Truck drifting. That's how I feel when I was watching Formula Drift. And it's cool. And it I'm is. I'm all about it. Yeah. You know? But I, I'm like, would I do it? Uh, I don't know. And when they did the Bloodmaster Invitational and they ran it, from the other side. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. That looked yeah, scary sure. as hell. Yeah, that's yeah. why it was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That looked terrifying. That was cool because of the vibes, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're shooting fire and stuff. Yeah, it was. Like that, yeah, that, that, was yeah, that was sick. Like that, that, you know, somebody had to pull that stop. Yeah, they like, got them. It'd, it'd be really dope. They man. had the dudes from the Motley Crue set on there, just fucking sick. Pyrotechnic crew. Sick. No, I made that up, but that would be sick if they did. That's what yeah. I was playing when I met Reese. I was literally when when you he was working grid at No Fear Moves, and I pulled up to the grid, and I was like, "Can I do a sight lap?" And then he was like, "Yeah." And then I went to turn one, and I was like, "Wait, this looks pretty okay." And then I drifted it, and then he was like, "What kind of sight lap was that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Sorry." Yeah, it's yeah, great because at Club Loose you can be a dick, and it's okay. Yeah, I fucking was <laughs> I like, I mean, it. yeah, I mean, yeah, that was at Club Loose you did that. Yeah. yeah, no fear moves. Yeah, no fear moves. Oh, the car yeah. so we're okay. slightly nicer that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the deal, dude? Yeah. I love that. At least that's what it was for me. Yo, I earned my right to be a dick. Yo, they were dicks to me when I first started. So dude, I, that's I've fine. Earned my right to do it to people, right? Yeah. I feel like it I'm just still keeps, nice about it. Yeah. It keeps the East Coast sane. Dude, I, I, I love no fear moves, man. I wish they did more of them. I love that parking lot. Well, I think Chris said he's going to do something in November. Yeah, ho- I hope he does because I, yeah. I don't know, man. I love that lot. I think it's fun. Mm. Well, Frankie's car be done. That's in a few months. Yeah, you got to get that done, champ. Here we go. <laughs> Every fucking guest, dude. Oh, yeah, we already talked about it before. Yeah. Every guest. He's like, it's been like two years. I'm like... I thought it was three. It's getting Damn. on three. It's going on three. Tray ball, dog. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> yep. Look at that. That's all I, I'm needs. pointing at the picture in needs. the office to those listening. Oh, yeah. We got and people complaining about the shit now. They're like, oh, you guys got to get the video on Spotify, this and that. I'm like, listen, man. Wow. I'll just, it's not that easy. I'll just That's describe thing, the picture though. here. It's it's the silver sea cow. Okay. Front brake locked up. I do. Hand like brake locked up. It's basically skidding out of control. Towards a wall. Towards a wall. But then magically, Frankie Bovino is going to pilot the cow down the, <laughs> the hill. Cow. And then up and over to the next turn. Wait, what would what did we call your car? No, the blue waffle. No, see, that's <laughs> oh, that's really? exactly why I fucking <laughs> it's didn't want to. called wanna... the blue waffle. I guess, dude. That's everybody rough. got a fucking cool name except for me. No, the copper nickel. And then copper is... nickel's not cool. That sounds sick. Miyagi's the only one. What is What's it? Miyagi's? Red trout. The red trout, red trout sounds trout. awesome. That sounds pretty good. And then yeah. the yellow goose. Yeah. That's sick. That's yellow like, goose. It seems like a brand that you get over at like like. Bass Pro Shop yeah. or something. Red Trout. The Red Trout. I like to got my Red Trout. I personally, <laughs> I like the Copper Nickel. I thought that was funny because it makes no sense. I really. am not the Blue Waffle. No. You're the Blue Waffle. Can't, I, it will work on it. I don't like the Waffle. Let's ask the audience. If you if you <laughs> think Carl's name for his car, Blue Waffle, is I'm gonna a go really check good this one. chat when I when this goes No, live. don't leave a comment in the chat. Leave a comment on his photographs on Instagram. I feel bad for everyone yeah. who doesn't know what Blue Waffle is. It's checking it out. There right was now. probably a, a, yeah, a, a, a portion of the internet oh. right now that has no idea what the fuck that is. You just ruined yeah. somebody's life. 
Eh, next thing you know, they're watching two girls, one cup. No, <laughs> dude. I, the way I found one that was third. I overheard my cousin, my older cousins. How were old like, were you? How old were you in that? Uh, you must have been a young boy. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, you were young. Like my my older cousins were like twenty one and twenty two and shit. Yo, look at this. And and they were, <laughs> it was at a family party, and I heard them in the in the computer room. Like, Nothing beats. Uh, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And they were like, "Nah, get out of here, get out of here." And then I went home and looked it up. Nothing beats the Pain Olympics. <laughs> I won't, uh, wow, you really went there. Yeah, I dude. forgot all about that. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, there it is. Yo, speaking of painful, I'm not. Oh man, what does this, this mean? Where? What are you going? I don't know if this is true. And it has, it has to do with drifting, specifically D1. Okay. I'm not okay. going to say who told me this, but I I very much very much respect this. Group this is of is this is an alleged. This is an alleged I'm situation. I'm pretty sure it's sound- true. I don't know. Just by the. It don't just think sounds like we should just say it's allegedly. So, all right, allegedly. <laughs> there so, we go. They were like, yo, I used to tell them, like, yeah, I was really into like watching all the D1 stuff, the Grand Prix and all that stuff when I was younger. And they're all like, where's this going to go? Yo, and they <laughs> deadly came out to they They dead ass came out to me and they were just like, yo, you know, all that stuff was staged. <laughs> Wait, shut the fuck up. Bro, that's exactly the face. <laughs> I don't know if they're fucking with me to this day and they're probably going to laugh when they hear this. But, like, they were, like, it was all staged. Do you really think, like, no, they're all good drivers, but, like, they all picked who was going to win before. Like, wrestling? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Bro, that's what they were telling me. And I'm, like, yo, shut the fuck up. And, yo, by the end of it, they had me convinced. And I was, like, oh, my God. So I'm putting it out there to see if somebody can figure this out. No, because I'm going to go home and I'm going to see these videos on my YouTube feed. The next day, right, they saw me because I was there working the gig. And they were, like, yo, how you? they could see I was just, like, distraught. Cause I'm like, you mean Kazama and Tanaguchi? They're like, nah, they, they they were all in on it. I'm like, so they're older than me, so you know. But they definitely like. I was like, I went home like this is fucked up, dude. And My they, whole life is a lie. Nah, I know. Now I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. like realizing like all the pro wrestlers are fake all of a sudden. Why I knew, I feel like I, I knew. I that. feel like we all knew that. No, but like, like if you didn't know, Triple H know. isn't getting powers from doing a pedigree or whatever the fuck that he does. You like, sure, that was a thing. Triple H's like signature move was a pedigree, right? Where he, I knew that. Yeah, but like for, powers and from and, it? and what is the people's elbow gonna do? Honestly, How many people, times you gotta run around the ring before you land on somebody? Oh, no. That's you're, unnecessary. You're very true. You I used to always wonder like why is Hulk Hogan leg dropping you that bad? Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's the, a leg drop. Just get I, up. I went when to we were young. I think we thought it was real though. Like, I, when I, I remember yeah. watching at my cousin's house. They always used to watch a lot of wrestling. Yeah. You know yeah. what I saw? You know what else I thought was real? D1 until these <laughs> fuckers came and told me there was Dude, I don't know. We need someone to... I know. That's why I'm putting so, it out there. I feel yeah. like with this group of people, somebody's going to be like, yeah, they were bullshitting you. Yeah. And I'm going to feel way No, better. I want to see somebody who goes... Could you yeah, imagine, that's bro? true. What if, like... Ruined my what whole if, life. Like, what if 4chan just comes here and just takes <laughs> us down? They're just like, yeah, they know too much. <laughs> they know too much? No, no, no. <laughs> see, we talked a lot about... Okay. So Chia hits us up. What are you guys doing? Perfect <laughs> yeah. English, bro. We, yeah. Perfect <laughs> English. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> We gotta take this down. Yeah, we gotta take this down. Shit. Not about it. Fuck. Red. Know red your button, place. Red button. Red button. Red button. <laughs> Damn, that really could happen. It could. He walks in here. Know your place. Shuts <laughs> everything down. Dude, I, I. Okay, so. Sorry in advance, guys. All of this shit is. If that's true, it, it just ruins it for me a lot. It does. But you know what? It's but, not going to change how I like it and what I like now. 
Right. But it would suck. It would, it, 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 yo. And he's like, yeah, think about all the times they were all like, ha, 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 making jokes, hating each other. <laughs> and just kept convincing me more and more and more. Yeah. So I was just like, man, I get, ah, oh, man. I hope, I hope someone says it. I'm like, nah, you're good. They're just like, you really think he could withstand being hit with that folding chair that many times? <laughs> <laughs> and before you know it, you're like, damn, that shit really is fake. But you know what was true, though? Uh, MSC. Uh, the oh, challenges. That yeah, was yeah, real. yeah. So when I heard that was real, I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> I didn't care at that point. And street legal was good. So you're talking I like, like D1 street. You're talking like the events that are like super fast, fucking like D1 shit. Like. Yeah, like Fuji and all that stuff. Yeah. Like they said early on, I don't know if maybe got legit somewhere. Like the Again, one that happens like, in a parking lot. I could see how that one could be staged. I, th- I love that event, man. I could see There's just why. mad people around. I love that. I love parking yeah. lots. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I don't know. What's You're a takeover kid. I'm real. I'm a fucking takeover yeah. kid or something. Get a charger. I don't give a fuck about I could the track. See that you yeah, like, it's like, yo, let's go to the track and go, Some go to the parking boots. lot. Oh, stop. Yeah, I could see some gator boots. <laughs> some what? Some gator boots and like a charger scat pack indenture or whatever. Or Hellcat. But it's funny because when Frankie was pulling in this pulsar that they're working on, <laughs> I was like, he looks so. I tell Malcolm like he looks so weird in there, and then Malcolm says. He looks like a European dude. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you do. Yo. That's how you look when you're in a Pulsar. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah I guess. Carry G- on or whatever, dude. Like, yeah, GTIR. Uh, uh, that, that just, that, that freaked me out. Because, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I like is because of that series. Yeah, I know. It, it threw me for a loop. It really did. I hope I hope the internet's going to be like, nah, Reese, you're good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Then I can be like, yo, you guys should go check out this podcast where. <laughs> I found out you guys were lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they may not because like the homeboy's like really in he's like really involved in drifting. You don't like, want to out him, level. do you? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. He's your friend. You gotta yeah, tell me. You gotta tell me after this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but he was dead strong. I don't know if it's an ongoing joke, but man, right. like, for the whole weekend I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the whole time. It's just WWE. So all right. Well, I'm gonna bring us back because yeah, I wanna how often are you how often are you still drifting and stuff? A lot. Okay, that's good. I like I like hearing yeah. that. I still drive like my school cars. I drive a good bit. <laughs> You're just like fuck it. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was all part of the reason of like opening the school was for me being able to get access to these cars to just be able to rip them. <laughs> you know, Chelsea showed me that. You know what I mean? So, so like, I started the school in 2018, mm-hmm. right? At the same time, I was helping Chelsea open his school, the school of drift over at Pat Acres, okay, in uh, the Pacific Northwest in Portland. All right. Um, he kind of showed me the model. We, I saw the model already with um, Naoki and Drift 101 in 2017. And then 2018, he's like, yo, we should just do it up here. And then I just started trying to do both. And when I realized this this works and people were listening to what we were doing, obviously I, I, I definitely got a lot of credibility because I was doing so many events and so many of these clinics with Chelsea. And being there and in those videos, you know how it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that definitely helped. And um, I'm there a good bit at least the last march april and may i'm sold out oh wow yeah damn so it's going pretty well yeah it's going for the ones that i have available you know i can't really do a lot of weekends because that's when the track is actually racing yeah but tuesday through friday i try i, I stay pretty busy okay so you do tuesday through friday and like do you want to talk prices and stuff on here like what yeah is it? yeah so uh you can come for a mini session so it's two hours that's 575 arrive and drive so you just show up you can bring your helmet if you want. You know, ever since COVID, I tell people, if you feel more comfortable bringing your own helmet, bring your own helmet. If not, I got helmets for you. Um, you show up, and we go through. You jump in the car. There's really no classroom or anything like that. It's just like we learn. It's a very fall and scrape your knee process. Okay. <laughs> jump yeah. in the car, and, like, you're going to come to realize really quick, like, oh, I thought this was just going to be simple. No. 
Yeah. Everyone says it. This is a lot harder than I thought. And I like that. No, yeah. I like that some people do go home a little defeated because then they come back because everyone's like a macho man or, you know, macho, whatever. I've got, I, I want to learn. And yeah. <laughs> like, you should have seen me in the yeah. fucking intersection last night. <laughs> I got this shit. But for the most part, everybody gets a good idea. A uh, good amount of humbling happens and then the real learning happens. And then I, I can say, like, I have a really, really good success rate. The I five would, I'd want to say almost the- 90 Does that include the car that's with the car? Yeah, yeah. And if you do four hours, it's nine seventy five. So it's five seventy five for two hours, nine seventy five for four hours. What cars are they? Four hours of drifting is a fuckload. Yeah. But you're not I mean, you're not driving consistently off the whole time, right. You're You're stopping thirty minutes of stopping for like fifteen, twenty, another thirty minutes, because we gotta let the cars chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's what you would be doing in real life. But to be honest with you, like it's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have people that get tired. Unfortunately, some people do get car sick sometimes. Yeah, I this, mean. I'm sorry if you guys said it already. Does this include tires? Or like yeah. How to... Yeah, everything. Holy shit. Yeah. Everything. Remember when I good. wanted to do this? Yeah. We oh, came yeah. back We came back from Apple Valley, or from Grange. And <laughs> yeah, I wa- Carl, I remember. Yeah, so I'm going to do this with 100 bucks, <laughs> or whatever it was. Whatever. I told there, you. You can go to, you can do the, you can do drift. Drift zone. Drift zone. I That's rent, what he did. I yeah, rented yeah. the Z there, yeah. and there's not really. They rented out for a couple laps, little little instruction on like how to do one or two things. Literally, he showed me out. the car. I showed, I told him I do have a little bit of a background. Honestly, at the end of the trip. It was, yeah, that was more like a rental. At the yeah. end of the yeah. trip, he was like, damn, man, honestly, I the car is usually just for beginner type of rentals. Like, oh, they, they were have, driving these There's cars. a skid back. <laughs> <laughs> they lent it out to like me, Daryl, our other friend Derek, like the whole group of people who drift. Yeah. So this thing was getting a workout. Reese, they were like, "Don't use third gear." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, "Bro, that's I, what they told. That's what they told my girlfriend Taylor." Because I, I rented. I, I'm like, "How much?" Well, I don't know how many hundred dollars. And they're like, "Oh, does she need?" I'm like, "No, nah, she's good." Like, yeah. You don't need to show her anything. And they told her the same thing. You can't go into third gear. And she's like, "How am I going to enter?" Yeah, yeah, she was. What yeah. I was doing was I was literally waiting until I wanted to accelerate, which is by Frankie. Like right. I would literally I see Frankie, and I'm like, and then like the. VQ it was painful would... to watch these guys, and then eventually some. You did you shift in the third eventually? No, Daryl did. Daryl did, and he fucking killed shit. And I was like, that's how you're supposed to do this. Turn. It looked great, like, and it sounded great. Like, because it was like the motions happened, and I was like, God damn it, I should have broke the rules. Too. <laughs> like, fuck. Didn't, didn't someone say, like, any? They're like, oh, yeah, like you said, afterwards. They were like, afterwards, he was like, well, nah, honestly, after seeing you guys do that, you, you probably were fine. And I was like, yeah, probably I wouldn't have to use the clutch as much. Yeah, I think I think those guys, they're nice dudes. I mean, I, I, they yeah, were, they're just nice. normal, normal yeah, guys. They're just normal. I think they just saw a business opportunity. They're like, let's just go for it. They, they just got to change that third year. They did yeah. think of a couple things. I could see, like, Tires, they replace them one at a one at a time. They're normal as dudes. I think the yeah. one guy is a welder by trade, and then the other guy, I forget. Fuck, damn. And you can do Love it those out guys there because I'm sure like the overhaul, uh, the overhead cost to run it at that Apple Valley probably lends itself to make it affordable for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cheapest place that I've been able to pull this off is has been Evergreen. Yeah, like, anywhere else, this shit would cost so much more money. Like we're talking like two thousand dollars or some shit like that. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> love it so and a lot of props to that dude jason the owner of the track um because he just worked out such a good deal with me and he just like believes in it i think he just kind of looks at it. the more i teach people the more people will go to that track and 
And he's not selfish too. He wants people to go here. He understands like that's a technical track. It he is. Understands English Town is a little bit more advanced track. So he likes that type of relationship. He's always been that type of race type driver and organizer where he's like, I want everyone to kind of be doing this because if you're just one track, then then what? I kind of yeah. like it. So it's a good mindset that he has that. You know, if really you like really that. wanted to, you could do a little tour of like the East Coast. Yeah, you could, including yeah. Pocono. Evergreen, yeah. Pocono, then to E-Town. There's a lot. Thompson. Thompson, yeah. Thompson is the furthest one out of the two. But you the could cheapest hit- would be Evergreen, Pocono, and English Town. I yeah. mean, that's just straight lined. That's yeah. literally that you would go from Evergreen to Pocono, which would probably take you less than an hour. I think Every, it's like uh, it's 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay, 30 oh, wow. minutes away. And then from there, it's like an hour and 10 to, um, to English Town. To English Town. And then 40 minutes back to my house. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Let me just get fired right away. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to work anyway. I fucking actually do okay. work. I don't know, man. It's just that I happen to have. You always send me photos from like your little makeshift paint booth. Just the hut? The hut. Is that what you call it? Yeah. The hut? My my neighbor saw it and he was like, I talked to my neighbor. He's like, uh-huh. what in the fucking... And I always want to make sure wherever I am, okay, I'll talk to a neighbor and be like, if ever anything's a problem, let, let me know. know. Let <laughs> me know. I will do absolutely everything in my power for you to not need to take call this to police. another I'm, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So <laughs> I was talking to him. And literally seconds before I'm about to paint and dump a bunch of chemicals into the air. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, and then I was like, yeah, if it's ever getting kind of loud, just let me know. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I see you guys were burning the midnight oil sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was, I can count the amount of times he'd pass like 10 o'clock. And one of them was with Daryl and it was till like 2 a.m. And we're hitting the impact gun. Oh, Oof. fuck. But it doesn't happen often. And right, I said right. to him straight up, I was like, dude, not dude. I, I was using my, my grown-up voice. I was like, sir, we don't want to be out there that late either. <laughs> then he was like, nah, he, I understand. I had a V6 Camaro. And I was like, oh, oh yikes. You kind of got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He kind of gets it. But he was man. really nice. He, he totally gets it. I think he likes it more because now he doesn't have to see all my shit outside. Right. It's all in the hut. It's, it's in the hut. Yeah. But yeah, I work hard and I plan my days so that I can do that. Okay. Okay. So because I like it this much, I don't do anything else. Like, yeah. work nice. is work. Work for me is drifting all the time. So that's sick. Uh, yo, it's, okay. It's I lot. wanted to talk about this because I saw one time you were posting a lot of stuff about a Toyota commercial, or like a documentary, right. or like a driver background thing. Oh, so all he likes can we talk Toyotas. about that? All right, you can. No, yeah, he literally his last podcast. Right. He literally did this for Toyota. Yeah, yeah. I do want to hear about this too, though. See, fuck so it. fuck you. So Toyota GR, they were doing like, um, this was, I think maybe in November. Okay. Um, somewhere in the, somewhere in the fall of last year, uh, they, they needed to do a podcast. It was Univision. So it was like, uh, oh, wow. the, the Latino network, six channel 65, I think there's Telemundo's Univision. So this was Univision. I know what Telemundo is. Right. <laughs> they get lit on there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both do. You yeah. Know what I mean? I, I, and, yo, yeah. They were nuts. They came in, they brought the GR Corolla. Okay. Um, for me to drive and attempt to drift it, it was really hard. See? They, they didn't want to take off the traction control. I'm like, oh, fucking pussies. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you getting anything done? How I mean, it was hard. To... I had to work really hard. But yeah. I mean, we made it happen. There's uh, uh, like, you, if you, 
if you know enough sheriff thing, you can watch that video and you can see they made movie magic happen. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So you can at least press the button, right? And like Yeah, yeah. And they and they do the whole like 30-70 split. But I mean like if they would have just like taken everything off and unplugged everything, like we would have been like doing some we would have been. Is that a good car? Do you like that car? I I mean Was it fast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Three cylinder. That's yeah. apparently three hundred horsepower. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's one hundred horsepower. Per anyone cylinder. that has anyone that has an Evo or a Subaru, and and you're not like stuck on just having those brands, like you'll probably go over to a, a Toyota GR. I love that thing. Yeah. It has a it, fat butt. It was pretty cool. And the way they shut down Philadelphia at five o'clock, so like they can do like this whole video shoot that they did at the garage was like gnarly. Where can like, I see this? It's Toyota.com. Um, Oh, or no, Univision, just... you go to the YouTube of Univision, and it's, it's all in Spanish. Though. Yo, sometimes I see you posting stories, and it's all in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I like, know. God damn it, Reese is an international but it's superstar. Not that, it's not that like I, just I don't wish do I it, it as much. I didn't do it like I don't really do it as much as I think I should. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I really think I should do that more. How's I mean, the scene down there? Is it in Colombia? Yeah, is it? Is it? Just... It's cool. Like, there's obviously like going down there. It the prices are different. The economy is different. The taxes when you bring things from out of the country are different. So that Tires all plays a role. All that shit. Suspension. Mm. You know, all that stuff. So, like, there's ways around it, but it's like, you know. So it's really just, it comes down to a money thing. So I've been to all the track, uh, to one of the tracks that's like the big one called Tonkantipa. And I've been down there in Bogota and I stood there for a while to see if we can make it. But their, their biggest issue is that they're like almost 10,000 feet above sea level. The so cars are going to run kind of weird. Your tunes that. are going to be are, are going to be an issue at that Jesus. point. Jesus. So then they have other ones. I started looking up cart drummones, which is like the uh, just cart go kart tracks. Mm. There's tons of those. So there is an avenue of doing it, but like at the end of the day, if I want something to pop off in Colombia, like I'm just going to have to either find an investor or like I have to go invest my own money to make it happen, which is going to take time. And are there people down there know, that like? Are into drifting? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that I mean. When I say a lot, I say like a good solid twenty people. You know, like you so know, not before, that many. But not, yeah, yeah, not not in American standards. So no. you'd really have to like start a movement down there. Yeah, and it's there. It's just quiet. You know, it's it's, it's it, quiet because yeah. there's not a place for them to go. Yes. A lot of the people that are there, uh, they're not really into drifting. So it's like you know, drifting in America is like a poor man's sport. You know what yeah. I mean? And like down there, like the people that do have access to You're the research. They're not trying to like do that shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And if they are, like, I don't know. There's probably a reason why they're not doing it because they're not making business, which I totally get. Like, that's just the way the economy is down there. Now, go to Brazil, which I just came back from a couple months ago to judge an event down there. Totally different. Bro, you're an yeah. international fucking superstar. This man's yeah. international. Dead ass. Bro. You yeah. just named two different countries that were in America. Well, yeah, Brazil was great. Uh, Saudi Arabia was probably the coolest. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> he did that on purpose. You're one. <laughs> Saudi Arabia was cool, but we went to just instruct. It was me, Chelsea, Vaughn, Travis Reeder. We all went to Saudi Arabia to go instruct there. That was cool for culture. Drifting wise, Brazil was like, it was awesome. It was like imagine a soccer game, but just it was all about drifting. Oh, it was probably it was loud so much as enthusiasm. Yeah, it was cool. it was awesome. It was awesome. So that that's so funny how you describe. The way that the economy is and stuff, and I'm fil- so in the Philippines, I looked up and I tried to find drifting right. for so long. It's so scarce, but then you find like little hints of it. Like there's a matching team of like yellow taxi cab looking cars. Right. It's like an S13 and 86 and shit. And I'm like, that's not easily attainable here. 
So like, where are these guys? Like, yeah. what are they doing? And there's no like drift tracks or drift events. It's either a parking lot or it's like this one track that's in Manila somewhere. I forget where it is. Yeah, drifting is very different. Like, totally different. It's out the very US. different outside of the United States. You know, I yeah. mean, like you go to Chile. I've never been there, but like I have oh friends down God, there. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Like, that was another one. Stuff. Um, <laughs> Panama has it. Mexico has it now. I went to Puerto Rico for it years and years ago with the JDM Will um, to go see the scene. Like, it grows everywhere. And then you look across, you know, in the Philippines. Like, it's it, it exists. It's crazy how now it's it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's literally the adult version of skateboarding. Everyone kind of wants to do it because everyone has to have that's, a car. That's yeah. mad true, actually. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely what that is. You and know it's I mean? and it's just, I feel like it's an escape for a lot of people. 100%. So, so like, as in my room, my other roommate is, is Jamaican. I bring him up on this podcast all the fucking time. Right. But he's Jamaican. And we de- drove down this tangent on YouTube of, of Jamaican automotive YouTube. Right. It's a lot of drag racing, as you would expect. I feel like that's just an island thing. They love drag racing. That's, like, bred in the culture. But then there's... A portion of it where I was like, I want to see what the drifting's like. And it's like literally Gymkhana type of stuff. Like very, very close. Everything is technical. I mean, isn't Gymkhana like a real sport still? Yeah. It's just for some reason in the USA, it really didn't. Well, we got autocross. The worn yeah, down. I get in trouble. Yeah. Gymkhana is like a real thing, yeah. though. I, I, get, just, I just think that drifting fits more of like the American attitude. Yeah, maybe. That's I got like, in trouble you know. at autocross for drifting literally i hit the brake and they yelled at me because my tires were bald and i feel like they knew like i made a turn out of you were there for something else i do i turned out of the tech inspection and the the diff is like (laughs) and they're they're like we'll keep an eye on you and then when i went off like the line there was this like long straight into a like a long left sweeper and i like went like that not like I wanted to drift, but when I hit the brake, the rear broke out, and I wasn't going to, like, have it snap back, and the instructor was with me, and as soon as we started drifting, oh, he was that dude was loving it. Oh, oh, really? He was like, oh, 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 woo! <laughs> and I'm like... That's usually how it okay. And then he's and like, then, get the fuck and, off the track. And then he got out of the car, and he was like, yeah, you're technically not supposed to do that, so next time, just don't do that, and he got out. <laughs> yeah, it, some, This was in Atlantic City. They let anything fly down there. Some people, like, some people just don't like I met some people that just don't like drifting yeah like, it's old dudes that are just like they just look, think we're the scum of the earth yeah. it's hilarious like, and the thing is doing? is like what are we gonna do to the texture of that old airfield it's it's at Baderfield and at, uh, that's gonna get knocked down and turn into something and it's oh, yeah, gonna I be supposedly a Formula One track yeah. there's gonna be a lot I think there's gonna be over the next couple of years I think people really need to understand that uh, there's a lot of drifters that have grown up and a lot of people that have gotten into drifting that now have money <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna change the face, and they're gonna just uh, sure. yeah, like in Virginia, like there's a, a group of people who who, who bought a, a racetrack down there. You know what I mean? And like they're gonna like incorporate all the original drifting that's going on with it, plus more. I think it's like I forget what it's called. It's it's escaping my mind right now. Um, but it's like uh, South South Virginia or something like that, closer to Langley or like west of Langley Motorsports. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. There's just so much. But if you talk to a lot of those people, and I think Chelsea said in one of his podcasts or something he was doing that, like if you're not allowing drifting to come in, like you're you're just that's a channel of revenue. That's, that's a channel that. of revenue. You know, and we the, don't want it to take anything away from anyone else. You just just let us have our space. The videos that I like are from like when I first started drifting. We're watching Lime Rock right, Butterfly right, right, Track. Right, right. I like that track. And I get to play it on a settle from time to time. 
but since they I don't know if they have opened it up for drifting. I feel like I see videos of it happening, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I think there's been events there. I think uh, a strong group that's been pushing that is FCP Euro. They have the They've proving grounds having, there. Like, they have something that goes, I guess it's that. It's and But I it's think, like a autocross. Yeah, like an autocross. Have... I think there was drifting for something. I think they're slowly going to like wean their way into it. And I understand there's a lot of tracks that don't immediately want to give the space to drifters because, one, they don't understand it. They don't understand the rules. They don't know how to set up their layout so it doesn't mess up the track mm -hmm. there's like a real a lot of responsibility has to go into like oh we're gonna have an event here let's set it up to a we don't destroy the track because then they won't invite us back yeah to set it up where it's still challenging and, and and can push the driver's ability and i think that's really more what i've started to become more about you yeah know the, I mean? the way that you just kind of described that shows like yeah you i, I want to push people's like I want to push their limits. Like even when I went to this uh, this event that I judged like three weeks ago in Atlanta, I judged this cash event. So it's competition drifting, and I was telling Frankie like it was a it was over at uh, Lanier, and there's this one inner clip that they have to hit, and I hate the fact that you can see the inner clip. To me, that's easy. Mm -hmm. So I made sure I put blocks up to block the inner clip. So unless you committed on throttle on the previous outer zone, you won't see the inner clip, and you'll mess up. Mm -hmm. So you get rewarded for not being a pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed. You got to make it interesting. Like yeah, you that. have to make it interesting. Daryl said that track had a huge fucking bank. He loved it. Yeah, he, yeah, there, there was there was it. But we used it for the initiate for this comp. We used it for the initiation. Then everything was on the inside. But it was so like uh, an Irwindale looking. No, Irwindale of, had more bank. Kind of. But it, this was this was definitely momentum and inertia driven toward the end of the layout. OK, so it was a good mix of like what we would consider American and, I guess, Japanese style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And where is this? Atlanta? This was in Atlanta. This is right next to Rota. There's uh, so many, like, competitions popping yeah. up, which they, is good. You have Riverside that's coming up now in English Town and over in Salem, Indiana, or something like that. I don't know. Okay. So that's, like, 50K or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's a whole other world. I feel like know? Josh is going to start getting into a lot of these. Josh was had already said he was, like... At least, oh, yeah, he went to the gam gambler. He should, but then that's yeah. where the engine died. That's where the engine blew. And yeah. again, I think what's going to happen, I think, I, and this isn't everyone, I'm not saying everyone's going to have the financial yeah. freedom to do this, but I think what's going to start happening is there's people that have different boards for different things. Mm -hmm. And in drifting, there's going to be people that have the financial freedom that they're going to have different cars depending on what they're doing. Oh, I'm doing Final Belt, I'm bringing this S13. Oh, I'm doing this competition. I'm bringing my E36 or E46 with a V8. They're going to cater what they're doing to what they have. Again, I'm not saying everyone has the money to do that. That sounds so nice. But that's so what nice. you're going to start seeing. And that's the evolution of drifting. You know, It may not be your evolution because we may not have it, but it's someone's. You know what I mean? That's that's a reality. Carl, Damn. what's going to be your second car? Another IS300 okay. with a 1J. Or Chase. That's our high power day. Just put a 1J in yours. That's just going to stay G so I could just get normal driving in dude i honestly think i could do a lot with that puppy <laughs> she like you should try bmw it's just like a no weird... stop <laughs> my no, luck with bmws BMW. dude no, 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 no. i would die i would hate myself just for the drifting ass one no the, no no, no. The, a different feeling. no, 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 no. I, one of these days when when i get an alignment i, I want frankie to do that toe arm thing or toe strap i don't thing. think you have that problem though I just want to be, I just want to, I'm curious, like, how many opportunities am I going to have to see that? I just want to see what it does under compression. And I'm pretty sure it toes in. Yeah, but it's a Toyota, so yeah, it probably toes in. Yeah, because it's yeah. better. Yeah. The Z does that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But so does an E36. The Z's look like a mouse. 
Oh yeah, computer mouse. That's yeah. been brought up yeah. more than once. Yeah. I think it looks more like. All right, uh, I'm gonna bring something up right now that I kind of not been saying on purpose. What? What? I always thought a Z looked like a pickle. Like a pickle? Yeah, and that's the reaction I get wow. every time I say it. What kind of pickles <laughs> do you eat? Like, what the fuck? I'm trying that's to a thick pickle, bud. Nah, yeah. Like, Maybe what? like okay, here, cut the pickle down the middle. Oh, and lay it the down. Profile. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, t- right? I'm thinking of a pickle, M- Malcolm. Cut to me. I'm thinking of a pickle that looks like this, <laughs> like a gourd, like a planter's peanut. Type yeah, of thing, I don't know. Dude. I just feel, I, I think a Z, I always used to look at the hood and be like, "This shit's a pickle." I, I don't think, know. Why. I think the Z looks like the little plastic cars that you people show you paint colors on. It's the car that you draw when you're a two year old. The guy who Here's has your car. The guy who has the best pickle 350Z is definitely uh pickle Rick. No, nah, uh, what's his dude? He's he's over in Drift Indy. Uh, I think really I know. What, is it green? I think it's green now, but it was like burgundy before. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was that? Yo, let's talk about Drift Indy. Those, have you seen those events that they have? That street league event that they have over now, there? Now, is this what Breaking is doing and stuff? Because I see them drifting. Yeah, some I stuff. love I love I, Whatever, what they're doing is sick. That's like that That's Michigan another, area? No, no, it's Ohio. Dog. Ohio? Yeah. It's up over there, bro. It's over. What are yeah. they call, Is there a name for all those Great Lake states? I don't know. Do they have like a tri-state? All type I know when name? when I say when someone says drift into to me, I think of Kilcarrow, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, Midwest. Yeah. So that's just straight west, Midwest. A lot of yeah. the friends that I have, or well, not a lot of the friends. I only have a few friends that are from that area, but like, they'll drive over there, and I'm like, damn, that looks sick. Like the line, everybody's just like, yo, their cars look sick. They're all oh. styled up. It's great. I'm and up, like, Nick. And they <laughs> they do mix engines and stuff like that. Like like you would think traditionally it wouldn't go, but like everyone's so chill, it just goes. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you look up all their videos and stuff, bro, it, it's just stylistic or aesthetically, it looks just as good as going to like maybe something that's like a like a final bell type thing. That yeah. must be where the breaking guys are going. Yeah, I think I don't know. Oh yeah, no, their street there. league is dope. Yeah. Like they have all these competitions yeah. and stuff like that, and it's like really fun. No one takes it too serious, so it's so you get. It, it looks like something you saw way back in the day. I mean, it's in the Midwest, so they got to have good, good looking cars. Yeah, that's yeah. where all the good looking cars were here, yeah. always. But yeah, I'm looking Why at the Instagram so good at right now. I don't know, dude, but I should move there because my ass looks good. I, I, I'll never forget going to Chicago at the, for, for the first final bout and going to like the car show and just being like, what the fuck is yeah. going on right now? Oh, like, I, I thought I was in Japan. Yeah. I was like, this is so weird. I've never seen so many like. But look Perfect at it now, dude. cars. Look at I think, I think now like I always hate when people say like um, American drifting is like trashy looking and stuff like that. But I'm like, I mean, not now. That's what Japan looks like. Look, look <laughs> at it now. Like now, there's people all over Texas, Ohio, all over the country. Texas that is have a state I have looking cars. You I have another yeah. up events over down there. They have good looking cars. So American drifting is not. I don't think it's what what everyone thought it was yeah we had like the missile car era and stuff like that and it was like a haha but it wasn't gonna last like now there's yeah. people who take a lot of pride in their cars and it looks really good yeah it seems like there's a lot more of those people now than more than ever for sure because usually yeah. it was the opposite yeah and we all drive good now i'm not saying we're on their level yeah but we're good like we can hang yeah I feel like if you, I feel like everybody, this might be weird. I don't know if you agree with this, but everybody that I was in the, that is currently still in the drifting thing is like, if you're not fully into it, at least there is a bar minimum. Like me and Chris, we don't really, 
This isn't like our first thing. And Daryl, this isn't like our first thing. But that 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 group of three, those are the ones that I really drift and want to drive with. Even growing up, with, yeah, we're gonna be drifting, right. you know, t- door to door. That's Daryl. Yeah. And then Chris, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds fire. Like, yeah. And then like you know, jobs happen and shit, and we Life. realize money's a fucking thing. And then we're like, fuck. Oh. But but let's still do this. And so that's why we're where we are now, where we're not like fucking. Some of the I don't know, just the level of progression sometimes when that you has see a lot somebody. to do with your priorities too. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to live a very different life, and that's exactly what I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah, like You're... some people will prioritize other things, like going out. Drinking this and that. Well, you like, also if you're don't want to do that stuff. Then you're not gonna get to where you're. You also are don't want to don't want to like cut yourself short. I would never trade some of the experiences and some of the people that I met in college ever again. And that was when I had an S13. Right, I was literally just right. at college, hanging out, partying, doing whatever. And the S13s in a garage. So, have, so you I, were doing that for a bit. Yeah, I would have to say drifting probably kept me out of a lot of trouble. Um, I don't want to say as far as saving my life because I never had, but I mean it could have. I mean like yeah. uh, the friends that I had and the things that I was involved with. Yeah. See, but drifting keeps you so so focused on like I gotta save up, I gotta save up. It I gives you something up. to like, you know what I mean? Like gr- try to reach yeah. for. So you yeah. didn't have time to really think about anything else. And honestly, like all of my friends in high school, the majority of them all have kids and stuff like that. And I realized really quick, like it's possible to have kids and still do this if you're financially set for that. Yeah, that's a reality. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> so if kids? I wanted to, no. Okay. So if I wanted to do that, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Yeah, like going to Saudi Arabia and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that. Uh, big ups to Chelsea and Vaughn and everybody That's for sick. allowing me to do that. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, I would have to say, like, yeah, you have to pick and choose how you do things. You know, because for a while there, like, I would just get up and go wherever work would take you, and that's what it requires when you become when you're driving. When, not when you're driving. When you're working on your own and you're trying to start a business and in this type of social media world that we're dealing with now. Now, what, what, now you bring that up. Not many people have kids. <laughs> nah. It's kind of weird, nah. man. <laughs> what? I never thought about that, but what, like what, what, in this what? community, there's like a handful Jeff of people. Jeff just had a second one. Congratulations, yeah. Jeff. I hope one day we get to meet you. And I'm happy. Yeah, but Jeff is one of those people that I'm really happy for the guy. But mm-hmm. he's one of those people who's, I, th- I feel like he's in a more in a, in a position where he can do that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But and like, okay, there's one. Name name a couple more. Yeah. Frankie Bovino? No, no kid yet. No. Mm. But it's a thing. It's kind of yeah. weird, right? You know. Um, are we all just kids that don't grow up? I think that's what it is. Is this never, never? I had, I had had a deep thought about that the other day because I was everyone fucking road trip etiquette people. Don't just pass out on me right away. Give me something to think about for the rest of the trip. <laughs> Dude, Fuck. That shit's annoying, bro. But Alan, Alan woke up. What's up, Alan? We brought Alan along. Dude. Dude, there was this, there was this closet at the Airbnb that was literally massive. I would say it was literally half. Yeah, you slept in there? I, I stayed in air, at an Airbnb, nice. and there was a closet to the right of my bed. Like if I open my eyes and I'm on my side, I'm looking right into this closet, and there's mirror doors. And I woke up one morning, and Alan like slides them open, and I forgot he was in there, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Um, he slept yeah, in the they, closet. They they went to sleep, and I thought about this because I was like, "When am I going to hit that age?" Because I, I in the line of work that I do, I just work in an, I work in an office. Just don't think about it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I ever going who to says, hit that? Who point? says we have to? I don't want to have yeah. to. Wait, and what, I don't what age see are we talking about? What are you talking about right now? The age of where this will get old to me. And oh. I'm going to be like, what am I going to do as now? As long as you're still having I'm fun. there right now. Yeah. I think like. I mean, the, I'm 38. The cars that I, well, I look at my dad too. My dad has, 
had a 911, that was the car that he oohed and odd right. when he was a kid, right? So what I ooh and odd is, is like that shit, like S13s and our, the, the cars that I liked watching. Right. And I feel like, yeah, you'll see like a new new Porsche or a new BMW drive and you're like, yeah, that's sick. But, right, but here's this the is thing. what I like. Here's the thing with you, Carl. What? You used to be that person that just wanted, ooh, ah, you want a new car all the time. I just wanted to but experience now, it all. He's more of like the working on his driving. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're really going to. Well, I'm kitted up. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Dude. I'm kitted up. <laughs> I just I just wanted to be kitted up. I missed. Okay, you missed the body. This kit. is a big deal for me. Okay, I put a body kit on my IS three hundred. It's outside. Congrats. And and it's been my daily driver for so long. And like I stopped daily driving it, and I just wanted it Lame. to look like a drift car, like right. like my older cars and stuff. And I feel like that's why I wasn't liking it. Like yeah, I was. You kept it. Yeah, man. He you, has you a history of like selling cars. Like, uh-huh. oh, I'm gonna do this and that, and then he you're sells one of those guys. Yes. Yeah, I was, yeah. dude. Literally, I. <laughs> I think he broke it though. Like, no. It's, well, it's the problem done. is, it's the, no. It's uh, the problem is, is that those cars sometimes you build them so fast, and like you put so much time into them in such a rapid rate that you just don't like looking at it anymore. You're like, all right, well, I did all of that work. Now I'm kind of done. <laughs> now. I work on this shit for so long. Everything you guys see on the car, if you follow me on Instagram or whatever, everything you see that changes on it, engine, bodywork, whatever, I do it. Right. So now, even if I think about selling the car and I look at something like an ad for an, a 240 or, or like an R32 Skyline sedan or whatever, and I look at it and I'm like, sedan. I would have to do all of that stuff again. I mean, and that's part yeah, of it, though, man. It is, but I'm not but, done but that's also, like, with this one. I'm the same way. That shit's crazy to me. Like, I would never want to do that again. Well, you, you, who who are we talking to with this? I think it was Brian Hobb. That's all preference. With yeah. with Frankie, I think Brian was like, I think you're just burnt because you've been working on this same exact car. Oh, no, that's not it. For 10 years. That's and I was like, it. that's interesting. Because I don't, the, the thought of changing the car, like, let's make an RX-7 FC. Fuck that. I'll never drift again. If you told me, like, we're going to part this out so you can get a different car, I'll never drift again. I'm not doing that shit again. But would, but would you get another car and still keep that car? I just, I'm saying, like, we few. already put all the work into it. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Like, right. I know how it is. I wouldn't want to get rid works. of it at that point. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I'm not restarting this shit. Maybe, like, shelf it and just drive it around looking like that if, all the time. If I, like, had a, a private garage where i could work on my car like let's say i had a house and i had my own garage mm-hmm. I, I yeah i might get a project or something you know what i mean to i mess mean you with. have a you have a couple you're you're not don't act like you don't have more cars what the i have another s chassis and yeah, that one sorry. but i can't work on it so the right, right. point proven and then that one would you Which ever one? want to venture into a different chassis just just to see what it feels like? That's no, 14. no, because that's not your twist, right? You're just like I don't oh, care. Just... Yeah. I, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, also, I I only like S chassis. Really. Well, that's a lie. I, I'm starting to like Toyotas a little bit, like mm. JZX. Like it's because of the Cressida. Yeah, I knew it. it. I knew it. I'm not a fan of Cressidas, but yeah, neither am I. I'm a fan of like the JZX. I get. I can't even say that. But they're they're cool though. Like, I don't think I'd ever own one, but they're cool. You know what I really like right now is like. The uh, the sedan G thirty sevens, yeah. My friend has one of those. I like that. Like I drift that. That was I'd a that. high ranking, like whatever the fuck. When the M three came out, that was like a really good competitor to that car. <laughs> Stop. 
Nah, dead ass. Look at market statistics, like money wise, and how it sold, and like the the <clears throat> ratings that Motor Trend gave it. They like look better back than they look better than a coupe in 2010. Yeah, much better. The 37s look way better. Than the thir- the I'm talking about the 37, yeah, not like not a 35, not not that. Yeah, the third no. and the and the G's the the 370s are. Are nice. I like this way more. I only fast as fuck. I only sometimes when I see three fifty Zs at all those cars. Really? That's the only one I like, and I barely like it because I'm just like it's a pickle. (laughs) I just said it for fun. But uh, wanted to say I did. I did. Mike, Um, Mike, Dave's brother. That's the face I had when they told me it was fake. I was like, really? (laughs) No, I I actually, I actually. I actually do like the 350Z. You it's drove because of fucking, uh, what is it, Tokyo Drift. That's probably why. And you drove mics that day. And they're super easy to oh, drive. Oh, yeah, they're great to drive. Um, they float a bit much. Yeah. You know? I don't you like the that, engine, like, but... They just, they just are to, like... Like, for me, like, if I want if I'm going to party in a car, I'm getting a 350Z or an S-Chassis, because those things float. What do you mean by it floating, though? Like, when I come into a corner, like, the side bite's very stable and just kind of glides Oh, it doesn't feel like it's... uh, 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... but So when you roll in on throttle, when you're going through a turn, like, it increases... It it, it goes deeper. Yeah. But, like, when I jump into a BMW and I do that, like, it's on attack mode. Like, if I want (laughs) to, like, like, get into that pocket and get real close, I just have to give it throttle and it comes right up in there. That's the ultimate driving machine. So I mean, I hate the way they look. You I know don't I, mean? like I love the way they drive. I kind of like the way BMWs look, yeah. but not for drifting. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. I have to compare everything to drifting because I didn't like cars at all. So yeah. unless it looks that's like crazy. a drift car, I'm just like, like, yeah, I didn't. And the only reason I started war- learning how to work on drift cars is because I'm like, well, I can't pay for this shit, so I guess so I have to learn how to figure this out. That's, that's how exact. most yeah. people yeah. are in this community. And that's how yeah. I that's me. Get into it. Other that's than that, I wasn't into any of that. Or you know, I got Honda specifically just to flip them so I could get 240s because I knew that's what was hitting in Philly at the time. Mm. Was all the Hondas and all my Spanish friends were buying Hondas like idiots. I was like, I was doing two forties, and at the time they were six hundred, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. They're cheap. Yeah, you know, SRs were like fifteen hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, but we yeah. didn't know what the hell we were doing that then. Everybody talks about those. Go, oh, yeah, but no, everyone sucked. Everyone sucked back then. <laughs> yeah, like everybody talks about the good times. I'm like, yeah, I remember. We all looked good for like three <laughs> seconds until we would go out there and look like complete assholes. Didn't know what we were doing, destroying these kits. Think we didn't know anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, the, the golden era is that we just got to look like that for a little bit. But yeah, what was that Arrow brand back there? Was it Chaser Arrow? Does that ring oh a bell? My God, yes. Chaser Arrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, dude, that was the name, wow. right? I thought is that? We, we brought this up the other day in, on a podcast Maryland or something. I think they're maybe, but uh, I couldn't remember the name. But then is this I a rep it. company? Yeah. 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 yeah but that replicated. was our go to. Yeah. That was like the go to body kit. And JGW, brand. remember JGW in Virginia? JGW. 240 SX Motoring. Yeah. Yeah. They're still around. They're still around. Yeah. JGW was a thing. There was... Chaser Arrow kind of just like stopped answering the phone one day and then that yeah. was it. I think, I, yeah. The website stayed up. It might be up right now. For IS300, everybody had a fine line tuning BN kit. That was the one. Right. That was that was that one. And it was then, BN knockoffs were like the thing in my era. Yeah, like I didn't. You didn't have BN kit yeah, replica. That was like the thing. You just yeah. weren't doing your thing. I right. didn't like. I liked the Type X look. I liked the Vertex look on the S13. But then I met Frankie, and he's the only one that I knew that had a BN kit that looked on the ground and like the wheels were really big. Right. And like I always just did seventeen squared because I just liked the little like I drove it around right. a lot. 
And like when I saw that, I was like, oh, I guess that's what BN is supposed right. to be. Like, I had 17s for a while. I though. couldn't even imagine yeah. you driving around with I was, 17s. I was very lucky, and I had it was lower than that. I had Christ. two D Max kits because I I got oh okay. I had two D Max kits early on, but I, cool. I didn't have I didn't have like the cool wheels to go with it. So I feel like I just faked the funk. I didn't even realize D Max is hard to get right now. So. Yeah, I didn't realize how awesome I had it when they sent me these what, two kits. What was that like back then? Like when you were. Bro, you were like, like, I first of all, like, so there was this team that I was a part of that Chelsea was a part of called Drift Brigade. Oh, I, I think I've, yeah, di- a um, long yeah, that- time ago, dude, a long time. So they brought me in and they were sponsored by Dunlop Tires. So I early on got put on, like, I've been on BC Racing Coiler since 2007. Like, Damn. that's how long I like, I haven't, like, that's how much time I put in with that company. Mm hmm. Um, and then Dunlop tires, DZ one ones. Like we used to get those by the truck, by the truck full. That was the first tire I ever had DZ one ones on a, on my Integra. It was like, it's it's not a super summer tire. No, I didn't know anything about those tires. Right? Yeah, they, they were just like just, tires. I was it was like, an right, ultra cool. high performance. Yeah, also. but they were they were great. Yeah, it was. Um, we did a whole bunch of like, uh, they still do those Rick's magazine demos now. We we did so many like HINs. We did all that stuff. Um, and then I was going to go into doing Nopi because that was like the professional series back then was Nopi Drift mm-hmm. and there was Formula Drift. But at the time, you're like, well, what am I going to go with Nopi or Formula Drift? Well, Nopi had the bigger name at the time. So a lot of people were, were jumping on Nopi. It's Nopi? How do you spell that? N-O-P-I. They used to do drag racing. There huh. used to be a huge like And then they just series. moved into the drift. Yeah, then they went bankrupt and yeah. stuff like that. And they were like the legit Yeah, they were like the legit spot. Yeah. Huh. So that's what I was going to do is that. And then that never ended up developing because they ended up going bankrupt. And then um, with them, I got to go to I got to go to Bermuda with those guys to go over there to do a drift demo over there. Like in like 2008 or something Sick like that. Sick as yeah. fuck. What the hell? Yeah. Yo, and yo, there's so many people that are my age that have done just as much cool shit that you just don't know about. Yeah. Well, we like, got to get them on here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like someone like, all right, so like. I grew up watching like American drifting for me was Drift Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Turk and Turk. Well, no, no, Turk, not yet. No, because it was Hampshire didn't come in yet. Well, that's yeah. what they called him was Hampshire because he was from New Hampshire. <laughs> so Hampshire wasn't around yet. There was Ryan Hans, I don't know, some other dude who was like a stunt driver or something like that from the original Baddest Hell or something like that. Not Stay Hungry, which is a second video. Uh-huh. So that's the one I used to religiously watch. But you would watch like all of these dudes. It was like a skateboard video. Yeah. That's that's what it was for us. And then you have people like Carluch who like, I don't know if many people know who Carluch is, but like if you go watch Tony Angelo, he's his buddy there. Carluch has gone to like Central America and drifted at tracks down there. And she's like, nobody even knows. You know what I mean? Like there's so many dudes that have done so much cool shit in traveling and drifting that just, either they're too old and you don't know about. But like, yeah, now people see it. But like because of YouTube and all that. But this shit's been going on for like. I feel like it's only YouTube guys time. doing that shit now. Yeah, when before it wasn't. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? like wasn't. my favorite like Japan video was uh, the knock around, no, running uh, hit and run when yeah. Japan two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That video was sick. You know, what I mean, it was like it was a. I love skater videos. I really don't like the, the reels and, and stuff. Like were the hit and run was the best. Dude. Ever. Yeah, big shout out to Scott Mitchell's. Like that dude edits like a. And beast. that wasn't even that long ago. No. Right. That it was, was like maybe a decade ago or something like or that. Or you were less, yeah. yeah. I but remember I, watching those videos, dude. Oh my! But it was God. the vibe. It was makes even, you want to yeah, drift. It makes you want to drift. It makes you want to go with your friends and do all that shit. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Like that's what was cool. The vlogs are like cool, and I know that's what's hitting now. But like, 
I think because the nostalgia for me was watching those videos, that's what I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, like there, there's always multiple paths, but I feel like the most common one, if you're making money, is that your business is is intertwined with automotive and it's making a fuckload of money. Like I watched this Haggerty video and the only reason why I know who Tony Angelo is, I don't I, I didn't grow up in that scene where I saw him drifting or went to Club Loose or whatever and met him. But I saw they went to Club Loose in this one Haggerty video where they revived like a old big body American car in Queens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They took it to English Town and then I asked somebody, might have been you, it might have been Chris, but he was like, Yeah, that Tony Angelo guy, he he drifts. He's he's like a club loose guy. Yeah, he yeah. was a judge for Formula Drift. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? That's sick. So yeah, he and was then one of the first ones to start it. In that video, the there's another they go to like different I don't know, shops, different machine shops, and that's always it. They have like a engine building business or yeah. some shit, and they're making mad money or something or like that. Or you think they are at least. Or at least it looks yes. like it. But I mean, dude. Yeah, they, my buddy Russo, he's the one who films that. So like That's awesome. Yeah. We gotta get him on here. So too. Russo, Russo will tell you cool. some really cool stories. Yeah. Like Russo is so Russo, me and Russo were doing the ride the wave stuff back then. Yeah. And then Russo was like, yo, I'm going to Cali. So while he was in Cali, that's when I decided to do my stint in California. But Russo is like, you know, <laughs> Russo just he invites me over. I remember it was Thanksgiving. And he invites me over. He's like, yo, come to Austin's house. And I'm like, all right. So I don't even know who the hell this dude is. So I'm traveling. <laughs> I got to this dude Austin's house. And it's Post. Post Malone. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, no. this guy's always with crazy people. Yo, like, I'm just like, what the Russo fuck? Russo is like, Russo's just in the background just to see my expression. I was kind of caught off guard, but he's... <laughs> Dude was mad chill. Dude was mad chill. Wait, so I wait, didn't... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he seems pretty cool. Time. He's so chill. Yeah. But I, I, I befriended his brother, Jordan. So I, I met this dude not knowing this was Post Malone's brother. What and the I'm kicking fuck it with is him. happening? You know, I'm kicking him with him. You know, like, you know, we're, we're, we're medicating. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we, you know, we're doing the California thing and we're kicking it, hanging it cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, yeah. You should. And I guess they invited me over for Thanksgiving. I was staying with Russo. And he's like, yeah, he's the drifting Stark through. He's doing a stint out here, blah, blah, blah. Invites me over. I open up. And then Post is like, yo, what's up, dude? Happy Thanksgiving or whatever he says. And I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? And I was like, yeah, and that was Thanksgiving that year. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking yeah, wild. Yeah, you have no kids. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck was that? Yeah, Russo, Russo is definitely looked at. He's like, like when it comes to individuals, definitely in drifting, um, Russo's helped me out tremendously from a media aspect. Um, also Rob Goodwin too. Big shout out to Rob Goodwin. You know, we all, he went through um, a little medical. He did, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. So big shout out to Rob. I hope he gets better. Um, make sure you hit that GoFundMe because yes. Rob really used that support. Um, Russo's definitely helped me out with that. Chelsea's definitely helped me out with the driving aspect. Um, and Club Loose has helped me out in many, many ways. It's opened up so many doors over the years. Probably more doors than anything early on was because of Club Loose. Yeah. But being out in California with Russo, it opened up a whole new connection of people and, and having crazy. that over there. So That's kind of fucking wild, yeah. dude. That's not what I expected yeah. to happen. And I was like, oh, he went to Austin's and he fucking was not even there or something. My, I do that to my friends all the time. Yo, I'll meet you at my house. Yo, where are you? Yo, I'm like 15 out. Yeah. Yo, and the funny thing is all of like his awards was just like on the ground chilling. <laughs> like he wasn't like he was like oh, he's a cool most, guy. Most, yes, I, I, so, I love Post Malone. So chill, man. He was I playing Call of Duty when I walked That's in. That's fire. Dude, let's get him drifting. What the yeah. fuck is this? I mean I, I mean let's just be very clear. Like I went there and everything. It's not like I'm buddy buddy yeah, with the yeah, guy, yeah. you know what I mean? But 
Don't um, worry, I'll talk to Russo. We gotta yeah, get post. Yeah, he drifting. he'll tell you some really cool stories. I just got him drifting a little bit ago. He's already yeah. known a little bit, but he has a BMW, and we got him uh, up and going, and he's doing a little bit of drifting now too. So it's it's kind of cool to see him do it. Uh, Cody from BC Racing, he was always a media guy, and I went down to Florida a couple of months ago to teach him, and now he knows how to drift. So he did all the drift week. So he's like killing it. So yeah. it's, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like the greatest gift you can do is just that 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 bridge right there from like media guy or or media guy or girl to driver is such a close bridge. Yeah, like yeah, Jake yeah. on our last pod uh, was a media guy, and I think I've talked to a couple other people who were uh, yeah, media but people. he became a media guy so he could snake his way into Club Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> gave but, him, yeah, but I, it gave him a reason to be there. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, like this. Yeah. Like this past weekend, I got that feeling again, where I was like, "I'm just here to be here. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't have no obligation to be here because we didn't do what we wanted to do, Frankie. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted a podcast, but Carl wanted to, you know. I wanted to hang out. He wanted to party a little bit. I wanted. I mean, we didn't even know. really party. We really just don't tell me. We, that. we just we just hung out, and I was able to just tell me you fucking party. Relaxed. I drank maybe what, eight twisted teas. No, at uh, at special stage. Oh, okay. I was. I was I was wasn't at at uh, at at special stage. Dude. Well, you were, you were enjoying the moment. Dude. I was having yeah. a blast. And that dude. happens like we basically had a conversation yeah. the night before. Like, do you want to do a podcast Saturday night when you're at the Airbnb Absolutely with everyone, not. or do you want to no. not do that? Not, and he was like, no. I'm like, okay. So I then. I just wanted a good time, and that's what I got. And and the fact that. I'm telling you, man. I might that might have not have been Post Malone, but going to, <laughs> going going to Summit and and having people like acknowledge the fact that they love our podcast like makes me feel so fucking good. And like, if I fucking talked to you this past weekend and I was not all there, I am so sorry. Ah, they get it, dude. I was. <sighs> yeah. I I get it all the time where they're just like talking to me. I'm like, I probably just came off like a dick. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like but I they was, get it. I was like, also oh, just yeah. hammed and like yeah. and like I was just having a good time with, with everyone my buds. else. Was like, there any girl teams at at that? Final? No, I I'm waiting for like. Is that going to be a thing? Yeah. Like, Yo, there should. Girl be. Let me tell you something, cool. dude. Girl, all right. So for me, kids are the are the best drivers in my eyes, right? Because they absorb. They absorb. Yeah. Student wise. Yeah. Then females. Females have this way. Of learning how to drift and they become very fluid with it. Like they're very, they have more of a finesse with it. They're thinking. And they're, li- I don't know what it is. They're smarter. Know? I'm not going to try to pretend like I do. But yeah, they're more patient, I think. And I think, I don't know, whatever it is, their lines look good. Once they get it, it's it blows my mind. Like if it's one thing that I will say, when I would travel with the Drift Kitchen girls, and I would see all of the girls that would show up. It just blew my mind how fast these girls have been picking up this skill set. Like, there's girls everywhere that drift. Well, there was an option section or um, hot version oh, yeah. sections. Yeah, where they but it's have. not like not like it is now. Yeah, like the girls now are like ripping. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think what Drift Kitchen did was like it really pushed a lot of the girls. It gave them like a safe space yeah. to just come and just learn how to shred. It wasn't it was, just. A- uh, you know, an area surrounded by just dudes. Yeah, a bunch of like Sasha's dudes. Like, let me show you how to drive. You know, what I mean? when you're out here, just trying to talk. I feel like now. <laughs> you know? I feel like now. If you I can't really say that because I ended up going out with one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know? If you think about it, if it, I feel like nowadays, if a girl just showed up to a drift event and was driving, yeah, I feel like there'd be some oohs and ahs. But I feel like it's it's not as like weird. No, I don't think no. it's as weird. It depends what part of the country you go to. <laughs> I yeah, think, I definitely believe so. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's way more accepted now. And I think people, you know, I think, you know, what my girlfriend has done, Taylor, and, and Alexis has done 
from Drift Kitchen has definitely like really helped them with that. Because everywhere I go, the girls are like, "Do you know Drift Kitchen?" And I'm like, "It's it's crazy, you know, because it, it's the one thing that like brings all of them together." I think you know that's awesome, I mean? it's and it's cool. they're just really really good. There's some really good drifters out there, you know, that are girls that could probably. Hey man, I not probably for sure can probably outdrift some of you. Dudes. Yeah, dude, I haven't drifted in three years, so like they got a good shot on me. And it's cool. It's just cool to see that. You know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure in the future they're going there. There has to be a female group, and like they're going to just slaughter. That'd be sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just out, and then there's probably going to be a pee wee league or something. Like I don't know, dude. Like it's <laughs> like I'm telling you, man. Like these, if you thought we were good, if we think Front Street right now is killing it, all those dudes right now currently how they're driving are killing it. But I'm telling you, like in five, ten years. We're going to be like, wow, we've come this far. I'm just waiting for the girl drift team names because those names are going to be fire. Yo. Drift boob. No. Stop. Not really what I was going with, but no. like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the names are just going to be like all girl bands' names are so good. There, like, yo, I like the videos. Like, you, there's a lot of room for that there, man. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. It, of it's going to get that. sick. And their yeah. videos yeah. are going to be sick. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Not a problem, but like, that's. That adds to the fire, which is sick. Yeah. And I definitely think there should be, eventually, there should be girl leagues and stuff like that. I mean, whatever. They can drift with us, too. But, you know, just... I think I, that they know. should just drift with everybody. Yeah, I they, agree. They, I think they should, but I think there should also still be the option where they can just kind of do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where Just because... Dude, I don't know. I think drifting might be one of those sports where yeah. you could be anything you want. You could be a they, you could be a her, you could be a oh, he. I you mean, we, a... I, we've, seen, we've seen plenty of people that are. Yeah, you know what I mean. That and should, and you, know. you can like, cause that's it's not and like you know, it's not like basketball. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like you're getting in a machine. Yeah, you know. So so it's it's nice to I think it's nice that they they definitely mix it up because we see girls show up everywhere now and they and then there's like a nice place where uh, I don't know if I'm really into drifting yet and then they go and they see all the girls and then they kind of get used to it and they're like all right let's go anywhere now yeah so It'd I think that's si- that's a really good bridge for them it's, it's like must, it's it, like girls getting into skateboarding it must be yeah. sick though yeah. imagine if you're a girl and you fucking somebody ask you if you're a, if you're a spectator or somebody and you're just like yeah nah, yo, I'm driving. Who, who's uh yeah. whose girlfriend are you so oh, I have like, no, a girlfriend no. all the time yo is that your car and yeah she's like yeah and I'm just looking there like I'm the bitch because like, <laughs> I'm driving like I'm just like because right, right. I'm not driving I'm in the passenger seat like yeah just like you're pumping like, her I, gas. I'm yeah. like, wow, dude. Like, I'm that dude right now. This is sick. You're like, I'm the tire changer. Trophy wife. I am. <laughs> I, I, I am. So so we talked a lot about past stuff, but what, what do you think? Because I'm going to coast after future. We're going to go to questions. Yeah, we probably don't have many because we posted that shit way late. But God yeah. damn it. That's weird. But what what do you do? Like, what what could you what do you what's next? What do you want to do next? Dude, I don't Fly a spaceship. <laughs> Honestly, um, Aaron Lucy asked me that too. Um, to fly I a spaceship. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what I do next? Um, I really and I and this is even on. I know a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, my name did come up on the table to be a Formula Drift judge. That would be sick. Um, I'd start watching Formula Drift. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I would, yo, I, I know that guy. And, and I thought about it. Um, I probably would do it. Um, it, it would it would greatly depend on who am I doing it with. I strongly um I don't really know Chris, the the new judge or the newest judge from Formula Drift. Um, but I do know Brian Egger. Yeah. And uh and Ryan Lante. I spent a lot of time with them, um, talked a lot of drifting with them and I really respect uh their point of view in drifting. And anytime I've ever had a question about any battle that I've seen in Formula Drift that I may have had questions about, they always break it down in a way where I'm like, Man, 
You're right. It's just that on the live stream, you don't have yeah, that much I, time to do that. You don't. See I that. feel like it's hard yeah. to and and you say the wrong thing. Like it, you said it already. Yeah, and then it's, it's you're screwed, and you have to do so much in that time. You got Ryan that's talking and to to Jared and stuff. So there's a lot going on. So I would like that would be something I'd I'd entertain. I don't know how that would go about or if that could even. And even you could happen. still do that while working the school and everything. Yeah, I think it would help. Obviously, cross promotes for the school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've thought about going back and spotting again but after i got like i feel like after i got the spotter of the year award i'm like all right well now what? that's like an award done by formula Drift. yeah yeah wow. they were doing that i that's was honored cool. i was like you yeah. know that's thank awesome you so much you know how do I mean, they even that. pick that they, they asked the teams oh they asked the formula drift teams and um I, I i'm assuming i just contributed to a lot of drivers a lot of those dudes are my homies too so i'm like yo just take some footage we'll sit down we'll see like what my opinion is on because i'm a nerd i look at lines i look at little things that people don't look at and i'm like you're they're gonna ding you for this 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 and this yeah because like i talked to ryan lantane and and brian egger about many other places that we go judge so it's the same parameters you know mm -hmm. what i mean this shit's reminding me of when i fucking you remember when justin was doing u.s drift he yeah probably yeah, yeah. asked you to be a spotter yeah yeah you couldn't do it so i was the backup boy oh boy <laughs> i was uh, a judge for that event. Okay. well it'd be kind of like, cool if you can uh... he's like yo how was that i was like it looked pretty cool <laughs> like like i really didn't i was like yo just go faster here and yeah you're good like I had no fucking idea. Yeah, what I was no, doing. it's it, there's a whole thing to like how you have to like take. It's like a whole art stuff. Like I, I, I don't want to say it. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, you got to know a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, you just you do. You just you have to know how to convey your information. You know how to. You just have to know how to talk to your driver. Everyone's a little bit different, and every car is different. Every car is different, and you have to like take really good educational guess. Like the best one that I that I was really proud of, and I've told so many people this is uh, I was spotting for Matt Kaufman one year. Um. And he had to go against James Dean. And I saw James Dean do two initiation styles. One that was really fast that had mm. no manji. And there was that had like a little, not like a manji, but had like a little like flick, flick, which takes up speed. Yeah. So he was entering a lot slower because he was using energy up, using that little weight transfer. But then he would do the beeline one, which there was no scrub, and it was just beelining through, which was his fast initiation. So you really didn't know what he was going to do. So I knew. So the first time we went, and he went one more time, if I, I was like, well, if I'm Dean, I'm probably like, yo, this kid's way faster than yeah, I thought he was. So I, get the so I told Kaufman, yo, the next one, he's not doing that little switchback. And sure enough, he didn't. I think I remember this. And he, he he kept up with him. And then he messed up later on. But those are the little things that help. Like to take that educated guess and take that, have that confidence to be like, yo, he ain't going to go for it this time, dude. I'm positive. Yeah. He, he Maybe he would have. And I would Yeah. Be wrong. And then you would have been like, oh, but shit. I was, I was betting betting against the house that time that i'm like nah he ain't gonna do it so and those just, are the little things you have dude, to do you, i don't know man like if you if you sat next to him while he was spotting a formula drift dude it would just be some crazy like you see shit that none of us are gonna notice yeah like even like you look at wheels you look at how the momentum stops how they build it up how they go into the pocket how they're exiting the pocket yeah their their body language how the suspension unloads into certain corners and you, you all, you're just trying to play chess to see where you can get an advantage and you got to remember like oh this car does this yeah like you're like watching everyone else yeah, everything a lot man is somebody breaking or is somebody having a rough day maybe if you're like if someone's having a rough day mechanically and your driver has to chase him so necessarily that dude's not going to drive to mess you up on purpose but he may have a mechanical problem mid drift and now you have to adapt to that so mm -hmm. I would tell the driver, yo, he's he's pretty committed. 
but he has been having mechanical problems. So be on your toes just in case you're committed and he does yeah. do something, you're ready. Because in, in, in formula drift, like fractions of a second mean everything. There's a lot that goes into it there. Like what those dudes do ain't easy. Like that, no, yeah. that what they do is fucking hard. You know what I mean? It ain't no, a lot of people are like, oh, I could do it. Like, no, no, those, And those cars do not drive like your nah. fucking S13 that you just brought to the club. No, moves. absolutely like, not. It's not like, like that. <laughs> you'll, you'll go there and you'll get your shit pushed in real quick, dude. Like that shit's not, that's the big boy stuff right there. You know? Yeah. And if you mess up, like that's a lot of money you're, you're blowing. <laughs> Someone you know asked I mean? me once. They're like, "Would you like to drive an FD car?" I was like, "I need like training for that. I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to just get in there and fucking like, yeah, yeah. do a lap at English Town. That shit's gonna. I'm gonna be fighting so much grip. Like, yeah. you have to change. You have to change your mindset a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's it's cool that you can do that though. I mean, I think with time, anyone can do it. Yeah. you just have to have the right person in your ear, have the right team, and just focus. And, and anything's possible. And, and obviously, have, have the money. Yeah. That is you the biggest. I mean? Yeah. Factor, but but yeah, spot, spotting, dude. I feel like that might be the second most important fucking yeah job. Yeah, yeah. Spotting's because you can keep your driver in it. Yeah, you can see when their their morale starts to go, and you that your job is to be there to save them, bring them back up, keep them their head in the game. Yeah, um, maybe it's a little bit easier for me because I know what it feels like. Is maybe that like the corner be... guy in in boxing? Yeah, what I guess it... you would say that, or like the guy who head body, in, uh... head body. <laughs> What was it uh, Days Frankie, of Thunder when he was like, hit, hit oh, the pace car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's that's pretty much what goes on there. And there's a lot of really good. Like there's been female. Uh, what was it? Um, Rad Dan's wife. She won for Spot of the Year award. Oh, really? How many years ago? Uh, Odie's wife won Spot of the Year award. So a lot of that stuff, I've learned a lot asking questions from a lot of them. So I mean, I have to give a lot of credit to it. when it comes from that side of things. Like I came in there green. Yeah. And a lot of people showed me what they were doing. Uh, the guy who won last year. Uh, Dan, he's part of um, Matt Fields' team. Okay. Um, he would take videos with a big iPad, and I'm like, oh, that's so much better than a little phone. Oh, yeah, definitely. So just little things that people would do. Who really sh- shocks me is Papadakis. He just, like, doesn't do nothing. He's just, like, there. What but do you I, mean? Like, like I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't do nothing. I mean, like, I don't know, I don't know how their team works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they're so proficient and so good, you want to ask questions. But like you're busy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean, you're busy doing your thing, yeah. And then you see some spotters that say some things. You're just like, Jesus Christ, why would you ever tell them to do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I could imagine. But it's because it's their homie helping them and stuff. So you, you, yeah, it's not like a professional. Yeah, spotter. so you got to be lenient on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I like enjoy the judging more than 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 anything though, because I get the bust bust on like a lot of the drivers and stuff. Yeah, like, I think that you would be an awesome judge, and if that's in your future, I would definitely. I, I, I hope so. Maybe try it out. I think I definitely have the attitude um, to kind of just like shrug off anybody that has an issue with it because um, I think you just kind of have to have that. Um, I think it definitely takes maybe maybe now would be a good time. Maybe not 10 years ago would have been a good time. I think uh, I matured a lot more since then. So nice. I mean, I think it would be awesome, dude. Yeah. Like I said, I'll watch Formula Drift again. I watched it because <laughs> I watched a little bit of it. This Long Beach I watched because... Forrest Wang. Long Beach is the sickest layout. So. Because Forrest Wang was in I don't know it, why I like that, but... I saw that there was an E36 that's leading it. I think his name is Rome. Yeah, Rome, Rome Sharp. Uh, Sharp. I, drove against, I drove against him in, uh, in Clutch Kick. That's a serious dude. I won. I beat him, but that's because he had a mechanical issue, so I don't count it. That That is sick to me. Had he... 
not had that issue, dude would have walked all over me. One hundred percent. Because like the difference between an FD guy, everyone that beat me at Clutch Crackers was an FD dude that had like way more horsepower than me. But it's because like what I don't think people understand is if you're able to squeeze a one more time out of them, they readjust. They're like, oh, okay. And then they fix their car up. And then because they have that education, because they know how to do that, that's how they beat you. I had 450 when I was doing clutch kickers. These guys had a little bit more. And I would ask, I think uh, the dude from Njuka Racing, McDowell, beat me. Uh, he had like 700 horsepower. And I asked him, what did you do? And he's like, oh, I dialed the grip in for the next one. Yeah. And that's, and that's fair game. You know what I mean? Like I showed my cards. That's all I had. Another person that did that was uh, Dirk Stratton in the in the Corvette, like. Uh, so they're kind of like sandbagging. No, 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 no. I'm not sandbagging. No, they 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 go with what they they make an educated guess on like how you drive, and then they try to set up for that. If they're like, oh, that wasn't fast enough, or oh, I didn't expect this dude to be as fast as I thought he was. On the second one, they like they readjust, and by that time, there's no chance. Now, if I would have had more horsepower. I would have been like, ooh, okay, and like I got to get ready for the next one. I'm gonna dial a little bit more grip in because I'm assuming he's gonna do the same thing. Yeah. Like I feel like at that point, that's how they think, and at least that's how I think. You know, if I go one more time with someone and you were even close to me, like, oh, I'm gonna try to look for a little bit more somewhere, so I can like make it prominent that you can't hang with me. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I saw that happen a lot. So when I lose like that, I, I don't get upset. I'm like, oh, you just you outdrifted me. Yeah. Like that's cool. That's a good you know attitude I mean? to have. Like, yeah. Feeling. Yeah. I also never thought of like FD's people or the way that the readjustment. They're smart. To yeah. me, my readjustment goes on in my brain. And I'm like, all right, maybe don't hit the gas there. <laughs> like, like that's I, guess, the, I guess that's where we can say that's why they're professionals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they, they're good. And they got, a, you know, experience with different situations like that. So. Yeah. All right. We can go some questions right now. Thoughts about rental drift cars. Would they work? What cars cost? to rent them etc etc i mean you pretty much went over this already you have rental cars yeah i mean what i will say is um right now currently the way the united states market is in my area in the northeast i use g35s 350s e46s and e36s because at the time that i bought these cars they were the most obtainable the e36s are getting a little pricey now um uh, true, uh, complete transparency. I picked up an E36 328, mint $2,500 pre-COVID. Picked up a 350Z, mint $3,500 pre-COVID. Post-COVID, I picked up a G35, $5,500. It's kind of fucked up that COVID, <laughs> COVID is the fucking... It's because yeah. people bought them like hell, yeah. man. People were it's bored. So the weird. prices, and it, you know, and the economics and what's going on in our world and our government, whether we follow it or not, that all plays a role. You know, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just the world we live in. Um, so I try to stick with cars that I know if you were to try to get into drifting, like, and, and, and money's an issue, which 95% of the time it always is cars that you're going to probably end up doing. So mm -hmm. like those cars, sometimes depending if they're, if they're really hard strung on getting like a Mustang, I'm like, you can get an S95 for $4,500. The V8 problem there really isn't going to be too much of a thing. It's just what they like to do. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, or an RX-8 or something like that, you know what I mean? So there is some odd ones. Some people like Miatas because they like Miatas. But for the most part, you're going to end up finding cars that are pretty reasonably priced um, and ones that if you were going to get into drifting, you would find them. So th that's my recommendation. Like The easiest right now is a, G is a, is a 350Z. 
Yeah. And G thirty five. Like there's just so much support. Like you just you can click go down basically box. like an S chassis. The, yeah, the you can literally click a you can click and build a drift car nowadays. You know? Yeah. Which I'm happy you guys can do that and I'm kinda jealous that you guys. Yeah, can you do just that. go on factionmotorsports.com. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shameless. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Nice Our, setup. Good alley oop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are his favorite Soarer owners from Twitch Drift? <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> uh, Does he go to your events? Uh, he's come, he's come to the events, he's come to the school with his, um, with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they've uh, done, done some laps, done some tandems and stuff like that. I like them. What I like about them is that they just do their style. I would say maybe his girlfriend's car looks a little bit better than his car. Damn, <laughs> Twitch, what it's, the it's fuck? It's right, it's right hand drive, and she's like, yeah, she like, she drives really, really smooth and fluid. Not to mention, he probably hasn't even like changed his car up in ten years or. So. Nah, I mean, he tried, but I think I think his whole thing is uh, he really tries to support his woman and stuff like yeah. that. So I think he just tries to like. Dude, when I see his car, it's like a blast from the past to me. I know. Oh, I yeah. remember seeing it like driving on Route 17 with a little trailer. Yeah, I see it. him at like car shows in 2012. And now he has yeah. a Peterbilt looking truck. Yeah, that shit's wild. But they're out there doing their thing. It's, uh, what I like it is that it they're just about it. Like yeah. they don't care. They're just like we're out here doing it. And like I think that's that's badass. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Why is Reese, a.k.a. Becky, so awesome? Why is Reese, a.k.a. Becky? I don't know who would say that. You is don't know who, who said this? Yeah. Leah? Uh, oh, that's my homegirl, Leah from Philly. <laughs> yeah. Why are you Becky? Uh, so me and her have been friends, uh, I don't know, since like, right after high school and stuff like that. Oh, so she's known you for a yeah, long she's time. Yeah, she's, she's known me as Mauricio, not Reese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, everybody in high school knows me as my real name, not Reese. You yeah. I mean? It's so funny. Uh, no, but she's awesome. She's like, she's always, uh, I've always bounced ideas off her cause she's really good with organization and stuff like that. And she has, she does like a lot of like startups and stuff like that with, uh, with her job. And oh, it's just okay. really cool to bounce ideas off of her, especially when I was starting the school and stuff like that. And it's kind of cool to have someone that I've known for such a long time like that. So it's cool. That's good to have someone in your yeah. life like that. Yeah. She's, she's pretty, she's pretty awesome when it comes to that. Tyler say what says any plans to revive the coop and meatball shop? <laughs> A lot of nicknames. You on still here. have so. Do you still have a two forty? So yeah, I have. I have my daily two forty. That's like a beige John. Oh yeah, that's, that shit's yeah. like clean too. That's clean. Well, it was clean. It's, just, it's been it's been left in a lot. <laughs> so uh, there's like a guy in Florida that does like S chassis restorations or something. So maybe I'll take it to him. I don't know. I don't want to drift that car. I just want to have that car. Yeah. Um, I do have my old Pro Am S thirteen. Um, that the one you saw me drive for so yeah. many years. I have that one, but. I don't know. Like, I don't want to put a V8 in it again. Okay. You Is know? that the coupe that, that this person Yeah, that's the meant? coupe that they're talking about. It's the one that I, like, retired, I guess you can say, in 2016 is when I stopped driving my own car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started dedicating more to, like, instructing and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I thought maybe, like, I kind of like Mikey Walsh's, like, VQ um, in there. Dude, that car needs a KAT, man. You know, I, maybe. Maybe I'll talk to the Hayes boys and be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. You know what I mean, because I used to rock KAT a lot back in the day. Yeah. So I remember you said something that. like that. You know, I really like the KAT. I know you don't want to do an SR, so. I would. If, I would do an SR again if I, you know, because I used to have, I had three or four SRs in my lifetime. And they were cool, but they just started getting really pricey and stuff. Yeah. And I just, I just, I was like, dude, I, got, I can't do that right now. Yeah. I think the KAT is the way, man. Yeah. For, that, think, for that car. I, I mean, I would. But yeah. I have to fix it up and like. I don't know. If I do that car up again, like, I even thought about bringing it here. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this again, it has to look the way I want it to look, that certain style. That's, yeah. You know, I'd probably actually spend the money and go get, like, um, 
wheels that I would want from that era yeah. you know, that I saw, probably Gremlins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I see Rays, I'm just like, <laughs> you and Carl could probably talk about wheels for another hour. So, I'm not a wheel guy, man. I don't He's know not. Shit about. He just happens to have the most baller set of wheels in 2023. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's what looks good. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just yeah. I have a certain era that I that I watched. And I'm just like, damn, and I I want it. There's some wheels that I see, and I'm like, I like those. But most of the wheels I see, I'm always, I don't know. Like the like... newest ones that I like, I really, and, and it's not because I just have them on that 350Z, but I like those stage wheels a lot. Yeah. I really do enjoy the Munros. You know what I mean? I like those because they remind me of a certain look, one piece look that I that I would go for back in the day. Um one piece wheels are where it's at. Yeah. yeah. I like the one piece wheels. I have five Ziggins, FNO1s. Nice, nice. I have eight of them. I will say though, it's it's nice when you hit a curb and you just change your lip out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Do you think that'll come back again? What, me hitting curves? No, no. <laughs> The big wheels, good lips The big wheel thing. Oh, like lips and everything. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it gone? I would say it's probably not gone at Final Bow, right? Uh, but it's not as predominant. It's as like a lot of TE stuff. Oh, okay. A lot so of it is monoblock like wheels. Will it come I, back? I don't know. Probably not, because I feel like drifting at this point is just evolving. No, or, the, wait, 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 wait. Let and me, it's not. No one's really like looking back anymore. But like nerds like me, there were you? some people on like some chromey wheels, VSKF. Yeah, they're, of course, like they're, they're gonna be there. Yeah. No, it's not dead or anything. It's just yeah. like I do see a lot more like monoblock type of wheels. I like yeah. the I like the monoblock type of wheels because it looks like a track car, I and like it's fit, just like I just like fitment. If yeah, you just fit your, it has to if fit. You just fit everything right. Yeah, you know, you my car's fitment is so shitty. <laughs> if I'm if I'm fitting fingers underneath, like, I'm, 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 I'm if I'm those. putting a fist under you know, your front fender, I'm having Josh with that. Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I really like that car. Though. You could live in that wheel gap. Wow, wow. <laughs> I don't ever. I don't ever say anything he said like you that. You could fit a bus on there. <laughs> you could fucking. You could. You could move in. I just no. Sent, they know. I just sent Josh this fucking. <laughs> this fucking reel on Instagram of this guy saying MTA bus training be like, and it's, it's one of the little skits. It's like shit. Like, like, do you have a driver's license? All right, you're good. Like, yeah. Did you <laughs> see that video where he was in there and like some dude was like, and he was like, yeah, SR20. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this dude's so out of pocket. Dude. This is so funny. And then he's, it's the last stop. It's the last stop. He's like, yeah, so dude, SR20. And the dude's just I like, just yeah, feel like yeah, if what? You, we should all just like get together and like get find it and get on his route. I've done it once. We should, like all of us. Like each time, like you pick up one person yeah. and then like the, the next, next one, stop. Oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. And then the next one, oh, what's up? We should definitely do that. Josh, you can't watch this show. Me and, me and Miyagi did that once. We were getting halal guys in the city. Dude. And Josh was like, yo, I'm, I'm, you know, a little uptown from there. I was like, all right, we're stopping by. And we just pull over. And we just, he just, he just pulls up to us, opens the door. We just get in, not even at a bus stop. And then we just ride with him like for the That's next so like good. hour. <laughs> And, and like no one got on. It was just like he was just doing this route that like no one fucking. He just got had on. the thing on that said off duty. He was like, Yeah, I'm picking nobody up. Fuck them. Dude, <laughs> it was wild watching him drive that thing around. Dude, was like, did he oh, look shit. like the Asian dude that goes down the toge, like whipping around mm, corners and stuff like that? Kind of, because he was just, he could like handle it so well. I was like, This thing is big, dude. Yeah. And you're just whipping it around like it's a fucking Corolla. I like how he plays it down of like what he does for work, but like yeah. every time I'm just like, Yo, your job's pretty lit. Though. And he drives like the double ones too sometimes. <laughs> I shit. couldn't never I think that's what we were in that night, and I was like, Bro, what how are you driving this thing right now? Dude, I think that's why he is the way he is. He's always like, oh, I don't know. Cause after you do all that, it's just like whatever, dude. Yeah. You know I think I mean? like, that is a crazy 
crazy thought to drive. That was our thought, eh? When I, when I was in Hong Kong, I was in a fucking... I went to Hong Kong as a kid, and they were driving through... Mr. Worldwide. This, uh, yeah, I did a lot of traveling in my younger years. Um, but they they were driving on like a skinny road, and we were in a Toyota High Ace. Had to be a Toyota, bro. Toyota High Ace. I didn't even really like Toyota back then. High Ace. Yeah, it's a square. The one that looks like a loaf of bread. Oh no. High ass, yeah. But but the guy was whipping it like, like we would go around, and there's it's two way, right? But yet it's just so happens to be just the perfect amount of width, and I'm like, this is insane. Dude. And then he probably just goes home, and it's like, whatever. I got to go to Hong Kong. Well, I, I want to go visit so many places. You know where I really wanted to go? I wanted to go to Russia. I want to go, too. Before all of that shit happened, like, I was really trying to figure out a way to go and go to, like, Sochi or whatever the place is called, or where, like, there's a whole bunch of street drifting and, like, mountain like, drifting going on. Like, I'm about, well, I'm about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, well. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about you. I don't want you to show up to my school with you showing me videos you doing it, but, like. Yeah. If you're out of the country, bro, like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, That's Russia. Sick. Russia's wild. Yeah, like, stuff. it's, and it's just, like. I, and I'm sure there's like people over there like, oh, it's really bad that they're doing that. But like, I don't know, dude, it's just, it's cool to see all those buildings in the background. They're just like, yeah, you know, fucks given. And, like, yeah. Who knows what's going on over there? But after all that shit happened, like, they're like, yeah, we're not doing that right now. <laughs> Probably uh, a good idea. Yeah. You know, and I would have yeah, might to become a there. political prisoner or something. Yeah. Because I would have totally went down there and be like, yo, let me whip a car real quick. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the video? How much street cred would you get if you have a video? <laughs> street drifting in street Russia. Street drifting in, in Russia. Yeah. That'd be pretty And legit. then they catch me. And then I'm like, yeah, I was there, man. I'm but hard. I kind of feel like gulag. if you come back to America, You're I'm, hard. I'm never going to be allowed in Russia now. Like, yeah. They're just like that. Dude, You're going to be so hard. Well, apparently it's not really easy to get into Russia anyway before all this. Yeah. So what I was like going to... I'm not going to say what I was going to do because I don't want them to... Yeah. You know what I mean? I was going to, oh, I'll say it because chances are I won't go anywhere. You're just going to sneak on, on some uh, luggage. What I was going to do is I was going to become a Colombian citizen. Okay. You know, because okay. you can get dual citizenship in Colombia. Yeah. And then I was going to enter Russia as a so, Colombian, not an American. Okay. So it's a lot easier. Nice. I don't know. I'm just going to, I just feel like it sounds so much cooler when I say it that way. <laughs> like, did you go to Russia? Yeah, yeah, but I didn't go as an American. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I entered as a Colombian. I think it sounds cooler the other way because they're like, they could have taken you. They, yeah. <laughs> but what if they would have taken me? Yeah, then we wouldn't you know? even. They're like, who is this guy? Colombian? <laughs> had to wash Coffee, my whatever. identity. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I want to go to Russia. I do. I want to go anywhere that they're doing cool drifting like that. Like 100% sure I want to go to Russia at some point. Mm. And there's some rippers over there, dude. The, S, the, the RDS is RD, RSD. Is there, they got some dudes there that kill it. Toyotas. They like ISs. them. That should be sitting ISs. on the limiter. ISs, yeah. Killing Just it. Just sitting on limiter. Yeah. What kind of engines in those things? Uh, ones they have over ones. there are like 1G FE and then they turbo them or they're just 1Js. Always. It's 1J. not. It's never NA. It's next, just ripping. Next question. Alan Kyle, tell us about driving styles you like to explore when teaching your students. That's a pretty good That's question, pretty, Alan. Good question, Who dude. taught you kind that? Kind of a good question. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna hit me like so what do you think yeah. <laughs> he uh, does that shit so driving <laughs> styles um at the school i don't i don't like to push any specific style um because i don't think that's my place mm -hmm. um i think no matter what style of drifting that you have the foundation is the same across the boards like you have to understand inertia you have to understand throttle modulation you have to understand your your torque if you're doing v8 stuff you have to understand 
your lag if you're doing turbo stuff, vice versa, all of that. So mm -hmm. all of that stuff, I think, for the most part, is the same. Once you teach someone all of those things, then I feel their circle of friends or their taste in drifting style is going to come out naturally and as they start going to events more and more. Mm -hmm. You have people that start doing more of the Japanese style like you guys have done over the time. You have other people that will maybe do a little mixture of like competition in Japanese. Other people may just go the other direction. You'll, they just have like something that's straight out of Mad Max. Unfortunately, we can't control that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's my place. Teach you the foundation and then just kind of say, hey, man, it's up to you to figure out where you want to go in, this, in, in all of these subcultures of drifting that exist. Yeah, you kind of like just see how they're driving and see what yeah. they're doing. And like, oh, I guess you like to do the yeah like enter and, like that yeah and, and so we start working on stuff yeah. like that and as they get better it's like okay let's correct your line here or like let's change the arc of your radius here or let's enter here but position here because it gives you a different result here and as they start getting better and they can understand what i'm saying we can get deeper and deeper in conversation and i'll be honest with you like there's a there's a very small select group of people that i can really nerd out with when it comes to drifting like there isn't a lot of people that know yeah a lot a lot a lot you know and i'm not saying like three or four i'm saying like maybe 15 people but outside of that like some people are just like ah, oh, i just do it to do it. that's me and i get it I, yeah i know? just i'd be i'm telling you my adjustments are literally when it's i'm on know. grid and i'm like yeah. i'm the worst with I'm that go shit. faster like when i have a technical conversation with reese he's like over here i'm like i'm like what is he saying right now? <laughs> i don't even know what's going on and then like because i really don't know like technical terms and drifting and shit like when people ask me like oh what do you think like I don't even know. I can't even give you an example. That's how much I know. It's a black hole. Yeah, and then I'm the just like, I don't know. You just floor it. It's, it's like the little, it's like the little Russian doll that you keep opening up, and it keeps going. Like the more you learn about this, and the more combos you learn, like the more intense and complicating and complicated it gets in a good way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like for instance, like TJ, TJ Borat, right? Like he would watch me drive because he was a spotter for me. But then he implemented everything he saw me drive and then just made it better. So now when I watch him drive, I'm like, damn, can I even run that line? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's like now evolved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Some people are like, bullshit. I don't even know how you see that. Well, I don't know, fucker. I see it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, you can he's spot one of those people I wouldn't want to drive against because I'm like, this dude knows me well. Yeah. I may have not driven with him for a long time, but he drives with me for about a half hour or one session. By that next session, like he's going to be glued onto me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I like that some people don't maybe they don't realize that they pick up on these things. But I do because I'm watching film all the time, you know, all the time. Yeah, you definitely are able to pick out things that I would never, ever notice. And it's like even if you ask, me, like, oh, like, oh, I say I see what you did there. It is, I'd be like, dude, I have no idea what I was doing. But <laughs> thanks, I, I guess. Like, that's how it always was when we were at Club Loose. Like people would say things. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just trying to keep up or, or like you know have a good lead line which is i feel like having a good lead line is maybe the one thing where i'm like okay i kind of know what i'm doing right now i think i mean i think you drive really good when i yeah when i drove back in the day um yeah. uh, but it comes right back dude it, yeah i'm not worried right about it yeah. but like the lead line thing like you kind of gotta know what you're doing with that like if you're leading people in a drift like because if you fuck that up you're fucking the whole thing up yeah. i think in drifting if your goal is your first year, your goal, just aim high. Learn how to just run a good lead line. Yeah. Like if, if that should be your, because once you learn that and that becomes second nature, then 
then it, other doors start opening up because now you can like drift in the background, but then like another part of your brain is open to make adjustments in tandem. Yeah. And then, but if you jump the gun or you start putting parts on your car that you don't need, like which, yeah. which happens a lot, which I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying you don't, some parts you do need, some parts you don't need, but you can't click skill and buy skill. Like, yeah. You got to put the time in. Yeah. I mean, Jordan didn't become Jordan because he just played basketball when they told him to. Like he put a lot of time in Kobe the same way. You know, you name any race car driver, they're putting in time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we make fun of the simulators and say, and I did for a little bit too. But like, if you think about it, the technology that we're using now for simulators, or those kids that are using for simulators, is the same technology some of these F1 guys were using probably back in the nineties. Yeah. So I mean, like, that's yeah, true, actually. One hundred percent. Probably it's, better. Yeah. I suck you know, ass yeah. at that shit. And man. to them, and to this, to them, this is something they do after school, after they finish their homework or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, it. It's going to be good. You should get a simulator. I don't even know that. But uh, <laughs> he, he said there is a direct correlation like between people who use the sim and come to the school. And everything. I, I know there is. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody on the sim, what you can't do is what you mentioned earlier, which is not being able to let go of the wheel. You will not be able to spin a wheel like this on a sim or, or, or feed it like this. It will not move fast enough. The game will will not. You will just keep spinning out and spinning out and spinning out. It's almost and, like little things. They letting go of the like. They pick up on little. What they don't. What they don't understand is the g forces. Yeah. They don't have you can't at least yeah. right now you can't replicate unless you that. got a lot of money. Yeah, and even then, you know what I mean. Because at the end of the day, I've had a lot of kids that say, "Well, I can't just hit restart here. Like I'm in your car." So it becomes real to them. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm in this. This is a heavy car. This is a heavy door. Yeah. This is wind. That's dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the kids are way more respectful than you think. I like I I think kids nowadays are just being raised in this advanced world and they just suck up information way differently. And they're just they're just doing really good right now. They're, all of the kids that come to me, I'm just like, damn, this is crazy. So you have faith in the next generation? 100%. I had faith when you guys were doing it, right? And look at you now. <sighs> yeah, wow. I remember I remember. I specifically told all you guys, including Frontier, I'm like, you guys are the future of this shit. I remember. And here you are. I remember Dad Reese giving me the, the lecture. Because you know, you're like, I know, because if they're into it, and we're already the old guys back then, like, I knew that's what was going to be the case. You know what I mean? And like, and it just happens now. Now we're they're just, all the old ones. We're just I'm waiting. up. We're just waiting for you to come back. Oh my god! Stop saying it like it's a fucking movie. It is. I hate it's it. about to be a movie. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my car running and then just fucking tank it. And then Next be like, oh, the fuck. return of Fashion yeah. Motorsports. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I just, I want Frankie to drive because, like, because then he can have someone to drive with. That's what yeah. Because he knows I'm dumb and I'll do every event. Yeah. Because yeah. like I always pester Chris about driving and like. It does cost a lot of money, and Chris isn't here. You can talk shit about him now. Nah, I don't ever. But like the <laughs> the the thing is, is like I want him to drive more. But I get there's like it's it's not like this is our number one priority. Like if you want to go do something else, go do something else. But I know if Frankie's driving, right. it's my number one priority. <laughs> it's literally like all right, let's go. Like yeah. you, I want somebody to push me like i'm, I'm like, trying oh, to we, push we can go to an event right. and my and friends market the company and drift yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go i mean on. nowadays that's how it has to be yeah. i mean at our stage for us that's how we have to look at yeah it. you know and this it just makes sense shop you car shop cars outside that's 14 I mean, and any of them you know what i mean i definitely think that's the push is to is to do stuff like that you yeah know I mean? last question from alan kyle 
Favorite track and why? Ooh, damn it, Alan. I was literally going to no. fucking ask that. Uh, you, I get asked that a lot. It's every, a, but everything but Club I'm Loose. interested. No, 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 no. I'm interested to hear the no. answer. It's Club Loose. Yeah. Damn it. See, I already knew that answer, yeah. but... So I the reason why, because I got asked that yeah. also I, I, everywhere, I got I got asked that. Uh, the reason why is because I trust I trust my the drivers at the club so much, and I know every time I go out there and I go with the group A guys, like I'm going to be able to push it. And God forbid things get a little squirrely, for the most part, we're all on the same page. Yeah, like you're going to be okay. Yeah, and, probably. And maybe that's the same for many other people at their clubs around the country but i know i personally know that with these group of people i'm cool you know i can be a little reckless and like they they're going to be a safety net for me as i would be for them and because of that we're able to get the maximum out of english town and that's why that's my favorite track because i can't do that you know like when i went to pat acres i was getting the maximum out of the track but only when i was driving with chelsea mm. or when i was driving with travis reader mm -hmm. because i spent a lot of time with them but that wasn't the normality for everyone that was there. So that can't be my favorite. So for me, the parameters are very different. So for me, Englishtown is definitely number one because when I go there, I'm always going to have a great time. I'm always going to get good tandems, you know, because I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, I want to drive with Reese. So I have that. And because of that, it, it really amplifies my experience at Englishtown. And that's why for me, the greatest place on earth will always be Englishtown. You know, for sure. That was perfect. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end this. Yeah, that was literally beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the pod. No, Reese. not it's a problem. A, I mean, at all. it sounds like you have a shitload of stuff going on, so I'm really glad you could have squeezed this in. Yeah, and I appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah, but, and I was I was pumped. I see everything you guys are doing. I think it's really cool to see all the homies on here and talking. And shit dude, like, that. so like it's, it's great. I to be able to hear. I didn't see. I don't ever know anybody before this, right. aside from like when I saw you on Grid, and now now when I'm going to be on Grid and I see you there, I'm going to be like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well it's crazy because a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people now just know me as an instructor and there's a lot of people that didn't even know i drove so, I, I just assumed you gotta drive i was gonna drug. say like, some people don't look it up you know because people don't they don't want to look up stuff but then when they do they're like damn you really like you're out there doing it i'm like well <laughs> yeah no you, shit. I you thought i was just this, telling you this yeah. shit for fun <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, some people are like that like tiktok they all they they check me all the time like you can't even drift i'm like go look at the videos dog yeah. And then, like, you have other 12 year olds, like, you should go look at his videos, retard, or whatever they're <laughs> yeah. saying. Or, or I don't know if they say that. <laughs> they're, Allegedly. They're, they're way more educated than me. They're like, screw you, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, that that's a whole other world, man. Those, those kids yeah. those kids make my. I don't know. You're making TikTok sound like I got to go on there. It's so funny, dude. Like, those dudes have so, like, I, I react to, like, video game videos of people drifting. I'm like, ah, that wasn't that good. And, like, the kids just. What the fuck? You don't even know what you're talking about, blah blah. And I'm Yo, just reacting that... to normal videos, like of them drifting video games. Dude, that reminds me. You used to always post crazy ass statuses, just calling people out for shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to that, man? I need more of that. So, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I think the last one that I really was big on was, uh, was with with that dude Joe. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To be said, uh, I think the one before that was Taylor Hall. Um, it was just it was always like some random like thing just, that anytime happened. Anytime I saw something I just didn't agree with. And I mean, just to be clear, like with Taylor Hall, like I I'm sure he's probably a really nice dude, but I was just replying to like what he did as a driver at that moment. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, I people were just talking about him sandbagging. I thought he oh, was Oh, okay. Um but like he's 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 an amazing driver. And then he'll yeah. just like he'll be like, yo, 
the people at takeovers man what are you doing why don't you come to a real event and like oh yeah, actually, yeah, yeah like yeah. dude like that i remember shit. i bet them like y'all bet i'll pay <laughs> yeah somebody show up and try to beat me i'll bet you ten thousand dollars i'm off the floor with you but i have to film it live and everything obviously nobody's gonna do that that's just yeah fair but more people more of this takeover dudes have shown up and shown support and now they're trying to either convert or they're trying to learn how to do it correctly instead of like they're like yeah i think it's better not to do it on the street so i'm not going to be able to convert all of them but some of the dudes they're down so that's cool. yeah all right well that's that awesome, well man. that's you contributing to society right? yeah literally you're definitely making the drifting community better so i try i try awesome. a, little bit, a little bit at a time you know what I mean? um where can everyone check out your your stuff um you can go on instagram drift school evergreen um, you'll pop up on Instagram as well as driftschoolevergreen.com. You'll have all the information there where you can email me all your info and stuff like that. Uh, Reese Merritt and Instagram. And if you're going to find me on TikTok, I haven't changed it just because I. I oh, no. What is name. it? It's Senpai Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's perfect. It's so good. And I just I, I just went with it. You know it's actually, I mean? yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. Good, especially like, to get people to argue with you and shit. That's perfect. It's so great. <laughs> These kids are ruthless. Right? Yeah. And I like it. I'm like, man, you guys shit talk really good. Like, yeah. It's because like they're on the internet. <laughs> I know. I respect them. They're, they're yeah. just, they, they, yeah. they, that's a craft that, yeah. to, to be able to roast somebody with. <laughs> They'll say to, they'll to, say basic stuff like you're just ugly, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> you, you see, that's wow. a clean yeah, break. The, the deliver is just like, yeah, Phew. and it's through and it's through like posting, and I'm like, wow, just the way he taped it, you know? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, I respect that kid. You know I mean? well, thank you so much for coming, Reese. Maybe um, we'll have you back on again with Russo and Post Malone, and then, uh, <laughs> dude, that, what the fuck? But Russo um, has good stories. You should get him on. He has, yeah, uh, he has some really. He's met a lot of cool people. Does he live in California now? No, no, he's he's back in PA now. Okay, you know what I mean. He'll tell you about the story. We went to a fight. We met uh, McLovin. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of him, I met that dude. You know, bro. I'm gonna have you back on. We're gonna start a Patreon <laughs> soon. We're gonna have you back on. Yeah, we'll get we'll get real discreet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's close yeah, this damn. one out, Carl. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, if you haven't already, drop a review on the Spotify or a like on the YouTube, depending on where you're watching or listening to this. Um, the Discord's popping as fuck. You still haven't made a fucking Discord. I don't know what that is. Frankie, um, we, yeah, there's, there's a faction Discord and it's fun. I get, I get Xbox Live party vibes from it. I'm going to probably go home. or nothing. They have, so we have, Malcolm set it up with multiple channels. People who are playing Assetto could get on Assetto. Right now I just play on CarX because I could, most of the time... I like car X. It's cool. Like it's 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 a game. Yeah, it's I don't cool. use that for sim stuff. Right, I use right. it as a game. Yeah, yeah. But it's just really fun. We met a lot of people on there, and if you haven't, if that interests you, go check it out. Uh, Malcolm, how do they do that? I forgot. He uh, doesn't have link, a mic, but um, the link is on our oh, link tree. Yeah, the link tree and on the Instagram. On Instagram. Uh, thank you guys so much. And if you said hi to me at Summit this past weekend, thank you so much. That made me feel like I was somebody. <laughs> you are somebody, Carl. <laughs> yes, sir. I am Carl. All right, Malcolm. Close this out. I can't play the music because I gotta do that afterwards. Okay. I'm just getting applause. Hey! What an outro. I love it. <laughs> Damn, man. That was like way, way good. Uh, it's outro time. Oh, that means you're recording? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was a great episode. I, was, I would put that in top five right there. Right? But that I feel like this happens every single time we yeah. do one. <laughs> After every episode, you go, this might be one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, not even. I usually just go, this is my favorite one, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. And then I'm like, 
I can't be saying that to every single person. That yeah. Does, but then they're going to be like, oh, he just says this shit. Yeah, he just says this. This is just something he says. No, nah, it just gets better every time. It really does. I mean, yeah, these guests are really bringing, bringing the fun uh, topics and information to this podcast. I, I'm glad. Uh, dude, I think we just have a good pool of people to pull from over here. We do. We got I, cool people. I was worried when we started it. I was like, they're going to be losers. Everybody. No, no, I was like, there's no one that. Who are yeah. we going to bring on here that someone's going to care about? But it's like, we just bring our friends on here and everyone loves yeah. it. So. Everybody has a fan, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe not you. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm your fan. All right. Thanks. So what do we got going on this month? Uh, well, this is going to drop the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got to pretend we're in the future right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming up on June right now. Yeah. Or it is June. Yeah. We're recording this in the middle of May. <laughs> yeah, we, we got too many podcasts this month, so, um, yeah, we doubled up one week, so we're going to... We decided, you know, why don't we treat ourselves, take a week off at the end of the month? Yeah, so this will be the placeholder. This podcast will be the placeholder yeah. of the last week. Well, first things first, um, if you like this podcast, please send us a review on Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening to this on. Uh, if you're on YouTube listening to this, which you're not because we don't record outros, so never mind. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked out our YouTube yet, go give us a thumbs up. Like the video, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Yeah. All right. Uh, parts. What new parts we got? Well, let's take a look. You add all of them, so let's see. Do, 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 well, first thing is those HKS Nardi steering wheels that were special order and the cutoff was... Did you edit that yet? Yeah, I did. You did. Okay. So basically what's going on here, this is some inside information. Um... By the way, for future reference, when we do start our Patreon, we're going to have all this type of information on the Patreon podcast. So make sure you check that out once we drop it. Um, some insider information. Those steering wheels, there's about 40, 40 of them left to order. So we still have yes. it open on the website. There's 40 that are coming in and they're unreserved. They're unreserved. So if you want to grab one of those, I know people were talking about uh, ordering them, but they were a little late. So... I think the steering wheel is sick, personally. The stitching. The stitching is amazing. I think it looks really good. The seats, a little expensive. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, what else do we have? Killer Bee oil pickup pre-filter for the new GR86. So what this is, is a some type of pre-filter they put on the oil pickup just to prevent... You know, excess RTV. Silicone. Silicone, because that's been happening on these cars. Um, yeah, Killer Bee. Yeah, decided, stops it from getting sucked up into the, into pick the oil up. pickup. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was pretty neat, so I'm not going to put it on the website. Yeah. Uh, the new Apexi N1X Evolution Extreme Cutback Exhaust for the 20, 20, 2022 WRX. I just realized something. Now available? I, I meant to send you all of the emails they sent me, but I don't think I did. You sent me two. Yeah, they made... A bunch of exhausts for the GR86. So oh. those will be up too by the time this comes out. Um, yeah, I want to get all those up there. Uh, did you put a... Oh, you put a HKS high power for a 350Z. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, put up a whole bunch of radium, radium engineering catch cans for you peoples out there for FRS. We got BRZ86. Kaz 1.5 way up there. Uh, SPC front tension rods i think we talked about that last podcast so but uh yeah we got new parts up there we are now doing international shipping so 
If you guys are listening to this in Australia or, you know, wherever the hell you are and you want to buy something, feel free to try it out. And yep. that includes shirts, stickers, any of that stuff. We are trying to make more designs, but none of us are artists. Yep. So it's kind of and if you ever come into trouble with the uh, international shipping on the website, feel free to email us. Sales at factionmotorsports.com. And there's oh, the phone. The phone's ringing. So All right, guys. We got a we got a blast. <laughs> yeah. Back to work we go. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.